Yo, 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 yo. What's up, everybody? How you doing? Happy December 10th to you. What's going on? Welcome into the show. Appreciate you guys all being here. Bubba Joe, what's going on, man? What are you doing? What are you doing, man? Bubba! Yeah? Uh, I was just saying, I was, I was saying hi. You didn't, hi? You didn't listen to me. So it's like a normal show. You weren't paying attention to me. So it's like a normal show. You so mean. Hi, Rip. How you doing, baby? What you doing, Rip? Hello. Hello. Trader. Trader is hanging out. Trader, what are you doing? Trader. Trader, 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 Trader. Hello. Why aren't you? Why are neither of you listening to me? Thank you. Oh, it's incredibly rude. Really? I mean, I, I, I say hi I, and nothing. I, I'm listening to you. I say hi and nothing. <laughs> Jeez. I'm talking to you. Good grief. Oh, now I can hear you. I just had you on mute. Hey, Sorry about that. Hey, at least you guys get a high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Steven Zaren, I figured you were underneath the truck. All right. Hi, Steven Zaren. What's going on, man? How you doing, baby? What are you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. Good, 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 good. How are you guys all doing? Let's uh, hit up a Talking Trek server sound off. I would like to hear from all of you. Uh, what's going on, Noon Whistle? 29, Louis P on 20. Thank you, Iron Chef. Aloha from server 14, King Kirky on 181. Dirty Bird. Bill on 15, Sotak on 28, it's Hunter also on 28, Shadow Sheep on 133, Robin Likes Harleys on 146, Kin Shadow on 74, Spectre on 11, Serenity on 133, What's up? Dabrick on 21, Cruzito on 13, Tarpy on 70. You made me really actually think about that in my head. Wolfwood on 49, Mama Jelly on 63. Uh, thank you, Jay Carlo on 16. What's going on, Ace and DC on 54 and 97. What's going on? Falcon Paul on server 53. Galastomastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastastast
Uh, appreciate you guys very much for being here. How you doing? My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, and uh, as per usual, we have to uh, kind of kick off by taking a break over on Twitch because they do weird things. But uh, if you want to subscribe, you got about 30 seconds to subscribe to the channel over on Twitch because then we're going to get into our stupid news, Bubba Joe. We've got a little bit of news to get to, and then um, I am going to become the village idiot again, just like last month, Bubba. Just like last month, I am going to come out and I'm going to talk to you guys about this heroic milestone. And this time, this time, I armed myself. This time, Bubba Joe, I get to tell you to sit down. With actual arms? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, that's actually you're true. You're going to tell Bubba to sit down. I'm going to tell Bubba to sit down and be wrong. And it mm, comes up right no. after this. Guys, don't go anywhere. No. If you're on Twitch, Bubba, do you have, you've got four seconds. You want to give him another teaser like you did last week? Nope. <laughs> we'll be back after this. You guys don't go anywhere. Hang on over on Twitch. Ladies and gentlemen, in the meantime, for all the rest of you, it is time for our stupid news. Stupid. Yep, 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 yep. News. 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 Now, Bubba Joe, he's not going to sit down. Obviously, he's not going to sit down. No, I'm not doing the news in chipmunk voice. That's not how it works. Yo, Tiberius, thanks for the sweater. Uh, Erica says, I still like the cat better than the sweater. I mean, me too, but I did promise Rev that I would wear it one day. There it is. You got it. You got it. Okay. All right, Bubba Joe, let's see what we got going on here in the news. A deer broke into a New Jersey elementary school and the ensuing chase through the hallways was caught on cameras. Um... Uh, <laughs> Living in New Jersey, though, we could only assume that the deer was actually running through the school trying to get to the roof so it could actually jump off. Yeah! <laughs> this footage was actually really, really funny. I don't know. Has anybody seen it yet? It's great footage. Anyway, um, Bubba Joe, Taylor Swift is in the news. Mm-hmm. Shocking, When is right? she not in the news? Taylor Swift has been named Time Magazine's Person of the Year. And you can rest most assuredly, folks, that we're going to hear all the details about it during the next Chiefs game, all right? Yeah. Get all more about it. Mm -hmm. Go I here. heard she's now frontrunner for uh, NFL MVP as well. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. She's made more money than any player combined. Uh, yeah, I know. An Australian Except duo. Except maybe Shohei Otani. Maybe. The, what, yeah, $600 million. Wow. Great. $700 million. <laughs> what? Anyway, all right, uh, an Australian duo is in the news this past week, Bubba Joe, broke a, another Guinness World Record by going on a pub crawl that took them to 99 different bars over the course of 24 hours. I mean, seriously, it's a very impressive thing. 99 bars that actually ordered drinks and drank them and paid 99 bars over 24 hours. Uh, these guys, uh, these guys absolutely getting an AA for effort. Yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, in a recent interview, LeBron James, see, I'm actually encroaching on sports here a little bit. Sorry, Bob. I, I, I figured it wasn't really a sports story. It's just about, it's about LeBron who said that he wants to actually buy an NBA franchise. So I guess it is kind of sports news. Uh, he uh, he recently came out in another interview, Bubba, and reiterated his desire to one day own an NBA franchise, but not just any NBA franchise. He wants one based in Las Vegas. Vegas uh, being the perfect place for LeBron because the casino game Texas Hold'em also features a flop. 
I, <laughs> I actually understand. I understand, Bubba Joe, uh, why he... Um, Wait, wrong button. Yeah, I understand why he's already thinking about owning a team in uh, in Vegas. After all, his current team is paying, uh, playing like craps. Oh! <laughs> you realize that they just? I keep hitting all the wrong buttons today. My head's not in the game, Bubba Joe. I keep hitting the wrong buttons. You do realize that his team just won the very first ever NBA in-season tournament, right? I mean, whatever. I just... <laughs> Maybe, fine. What? People don't like people don't like saying that they play like craps? It was just a Vegas joke. I mean, joke. it's funny if you're making fun of the Jets or the Packers <laughs> or a team that's really bad. Wait, the, no, you can't say that about the Packers. We're even. I think I just did. Well, we're even. We're 500. Yeah, we are. Bubba Joe, do you have anything else for us in sports? I do. I, I actually haven't even gotten to my sports story. I'm just, you know, correcting yours. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, what do you Please got? Let's scroll through the 7,000 messages today. Here we go. <laughs> People might think I'm exaggerating, but I'm not certain that I am. Uh, <laughs> the Cleveland uh. Guardians won the 2024 Major League Baseball draft lottery, despite only having a 2% chance at snagging the first pick. Wow. They beat the odds, which was fun for fans because they don't get to see them beat anything else. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. I like it. You know what? I actually like this one, Dean. This is really good. Bubba Joe and other sports news to recognize their long-time coinciding traditions. The New York Jets and Times Square announced that they'll be forming a permanent partnership. Now fans can see the ball drop weekly. <laughs> nice. I'm good with that, Dean. I like that one. Very well done. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Check Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, if you couldn't tell uh, by the uh, by the opening moments of this show. Appreciate you guys all being here. Fantastic. All right, Bubba Joe. Clearly, when the opening moments of the show are talking about how many months there should be in a year all right, you know what? and how we would organize things, clearly you should be able to tell that it's a Star Trek Fleet Command podcast. Let me first go out on a, on a record and say, or go out on a limb and say, what's up? To our friend Ripper, who is hanging out. Rip, how you doing, man? Welcome into the show. You good? Hello. You, you good, man? I'm good. Listen, at the beginning of the show, during Fluffer Time, and if you haven't got a chance to listen to it, it is available over on our Patreon, which is free, by the way. Uh, if you are a paid Patreon, you just get access to it earlier. That's all. Um, but Bubba, Ripper brought an amazing, amazing factoid to, to my knowledge, and I didn't know about this, that he said that if you gave every month 28 days, then we could have an even 13 months, like an even four weeks per month with 13 months, and the math is, is nearly perfect on that. You would still need one leap year every four years. Isn't that crazy? And, what, and, and one month would get one extra day. So in my opinion, February has been has, has gotten a shaft every single year. So I say give 28 days a month, give February the 29th day, and even go ahead and give February the 30th day every four years. All right? I think yeah. that's what should happen. Okay? 
But then Steven Zaren says, well, yeah, same thing Bubba said. If you do that, then you can't split the seasons by an even four. And, you know, what do you do about quarters? Well, I mean, Bubba, now we can just, we can handle the month in like, I don't know, like two dimes or something like that instead of quarter. Nickels? Nickel? <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work. Nickels either. and dimes, nickels right? Nickels and dimes. We're going to separate the, the calendar year in nickels and dimes. I'm just saying, like, why didn't we do that? Can I, can I just ask why we didn't do that? Why, why is there 12 months that are all jacked up when 13 is, like, so perfect? I, it, it, it makes no sense. Why? <laughs> why are you laughing, Bubba? Because it has nothing to do with us. Well, then tell me, what does it have to do with? The moon. I'll go away with the moon. <laughs> Wait a second. If it takes 365 days, then I figure you can still do What do months have to do with the moon? It's the total number of days in the year. Right? Yes, but the number of days in a month is approximately... Related to the number of times the moon goes around the Earth. So wait, are you telling me that the moon will go faster around the Earth at certain months than it is in other months? Like in no. February, it just decides to speed up a little bit? No, no. Well, then it seems like it should be very a equal. That we have 12 months as opposed to 13. And it's yeah, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. But, but doesn't the moon take like, wasn't it 27 days to orbit the Earth? Yeah, Steven Zaren says the moon orbits the Earth 13 times. So what the hell, man? Just saying. I'm pretty sure it's like 27. Mm. A little bit more than 27, actually. So 28 days per month would even would fit much better than whatever we have now, clearly. <laughs> Joker says it was made 2,070 years ago. Go take it up with them. I mean, I'm just saying. Hurricane, I understand you want the next topic, but this one has my mind just smashed. As a matter of fact, okay, can I just be straight up with you? Hurricane, the next topic is going to be equally mathematically as frustrating to you. <laughs> the next We're just segment. preparing you, you know, yeah. easing you into that topic. Yeah. You know, it's a tactic. Uh-huh. We're trying to prepare you guys for insane math. Okay, Hurricane, I'm just saying, like, Here's what's going to happen. Yes, yeah, certainly. You better, get a, you better get a glass of wine or a bottle or two. Okay? Uh, because Bubba Joe and I have literally, and I'm, I'm not even kidding you, we have spent probably, oh, Commander, that's really nice. He says, how do I donate to the children? If you're over in the Twitch chat, just do exclamation donate. Uh, if you're in Discord, you can do slash PayPal slash Venmo, and that'll give you a link, and everything's going to the kids. Just uh, put a note in there. Thank you, Commander. That's super nice of you. Uh, just a quick heads up, Bubba Joe, if you take a look over here, uh, if you're on your screen, we are currently at $54,000 for the Christmas Angel Fund. We have uh, only five days left. Less than a week, all right? And uh, I am kind of just wondering, uh, folks, when that $84,000 is going to come in. We're at $54,000, but you guys don't get to tase me until we get to $84,000. I'm just saying, okay? And, you know, not that I don't want to raise money for the kids. Pers personally, I would very much like to hit, like, $83,000 because I don't want to get tased. You know what I'm saying? But uh, so there's that, Bubba Really? Joe. Because I'm pretty sure that if I recorded things you said in in the... <laughs> 
area of my person that I could have a recording of you saying, can you tase me? All right. That was the, that was that security guard. And I was already like, I was in a different state of mind. Okay. I was in a different state of mind on that. So, so which is it you do, or you don't want people to taste you. But what are you, what are you talking about? You were in a different state of mind. I was there. <laughs> was he there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same state of mind you're normally in. <laughs> I'm f- afraid of it now. Everyone says I'm going to die. You uh, probably won't. Die. <laughs> Everyone says my the, heart's going to stop. The odds of you dying are incredibly low. Okay. Um, you know, I am not interested in any odds of dying. To be perfectly honest with you, I mean, they're they're but you have they're odds of dying just by standing 50/50. up. I see you, Cruzito. I see you, Cruzito. I'm I'm hanging out. I'm I'm watching both chats. Um, yeah. See, Dean says I should consult a medical professional, and medical professionals are not going to say go willingly get tased. Saying. Uh, that being said, I don't think I'm going to have to worry about it. We got five days and you guys are $30,000 away. So everything's fine. Um, that being said, okay. That being said, um, we were just kind of teasing a little bit, you know, with the math and the 13 months and all that stuff, because Bubba Joe and I have spent, uh, a legitimate 24 hours. Uh, there was a little bit of sleep in there, a little bit of sleep. Uh, yes, guys, the spam at room is locked because the bot's broken again. Okay. I, 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 I don't know what's going on with it. The bot's broken again. I messaged Vita. I'm pretty sure that he sold the bot to Scopely. That's why it never works anymore. Uh, so <laughs> I've sent him a message. We'll see what happens. Wouldn't be all the right. first thing that. Uh, sorry. I don't know. I'm just saying. All right. Bad bot. Bad bot. All right. It's broken again. Um, so as soon as I get confirmation that it's fixed, I'll open the, the spam up bot right back up. Okay. Uh, that being said. Bubba Joe and I have spent a lot of time, a great deal of time. We spent we've spent a little uh, bit of time sleeping. It is working, DJ. What? No, it's not. The spam at room is working. It wasn't working earlier. He must have just turned that on. Before, uh, literally, I tested well, it like three minutes ago. Already, if, unless you have reset it recently. No, I tried to do. Already done. I tried to do the command, and it wasn't giving me anything. Oh, well, now it's working. Okay. Well, now you guys can go over to spam it. Yeah. Okay. Very good. It wasn't yeah. working 10 minutes ago. Well, how long have we been on the air? 20 minutes. It wasn't working yeah, 25 on, minutes ago. It depends on who's checking. <sighs> All right. Well, it's working. Anyway, for the fourth time starting this conversation, Bubba Joe and I have spent a lot of time doing math. All right. Here we go. Bubba Joe, let's just rip this band aid off. Uh, you guys are angry about the new heroic solar milestones. Yes. Yeah, that's an accurate assessment. Everybody's angry about the new heroic solar milestones. Blaze says yes. Hunter says no. Shocking because Hunter's an Ops 59. Uh, Lord Sunday says no, they're okay. Again, he's an Ops 55. Kind of cool about that. Uh, Here's the thing. Omicron says not angry, disappointed, which is ironic because you're an Ops 49. Uh, Same thing as what I said last month, Bubba Joe. Same thing as what I said last month that the second half of the generation is not having a lot of trouble here. Okay. Um, now it's not necessarily unilateral. Okay. It's not necessarily super easy. Uh, and it is changing. And I want to be clear about why it changed. All right. Stewart says, yes, he's miffed. Okay. Here's the thing. I was very vocal about it last month. Now, Bubba Joe and I had very different opinions on what needed to happen for this to get fixed. Okay. Um, unfortunately, Scopely didn't take either of idea uh, of our ideas in entirety. 
Uh, they took a piece of my plan, Bubba Joe, which you did not agree with, which was I called for narrowing of points. Now, when I say I called for narrowing of points, and I understand why you're saying what you said. You know, last week or last month kind of illustrated, no, Spectre, no. I, and that's what I'm going to say. You said they weaponized feedback. No, they didn't. No, they didn't in any way, shape, or form. Because I'm actually going to show you what they did. No, guys, <laughs> relax. I'm going to show you on screen. Like, I'm going to explain to you very simply with numbers what they did. It was a good move, but they didn't take it all in entirety. Bubba, let's go back three months. It used to be 100 points for an uncommon, 150 points for a rare. Okay, It was basically 50% higher for a rare material than it was for an uncommon material. And we accepted that forever, right? I mean, maybe people complained about it, whatever, but people accepted that forever, right? That's what it was. As a matter of fact, on weekend number one, that's what they wanted. That's what the community wanted. Go back to the way it was, right? And see, I still see this, like in the chat. All right, making things count for less, not okay. Shrinking milestones, okay. But they didn't, guys. That's the thing. Okay, nothing about your points or your materials is worth less. They just change the scoring metric. If the milestones go with it, then it doesn't matter. Bubba, you said this yesterday, right? Yep. Like you agree. We are fundamentally agreed on this, that if a milestone is 100 and, and you need to spend 100 materials at one point each, then you get to 100 versus it doesn't matter if the milestone is 10 points if the materials are worth one point each and you only have to spend 10 points, right? Like it doesn't matter. Correct. If one side of the equation changes, the, oaths, the other side of the equation is unilateral, which happened. As a matter of fact, it happened better. Okay, it happened more so. Now, people still are 1,000% focused on the value of uncommon. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, that has never been how it's been. That is never, in, in the entire history of this game, that's not how it's been. I have told you how it's been. Okay, I've told you how it's been. It's based on the, on the quantities that come in a pack. Okay. It, you, you take a look at your pack, you figure out the materials that are in it, boom, done, okay? Now, here is the, here is the math, and we're going to pull this up, and we're going to go through it, okay? And I'm going to throw a bunch of this stuff into the graphics room as we go through, because Bubba Joe and I spent a great deal of time going through this today. And we have verified, we have verified that every single ops that we have looked at this holds true with the exception of not ops 34 35 there medic joker all you guys that claim 34 and 35 are well, the huge victims it's not so, hang on so i believe that this sms is correct for every ops level it is yes it is in the way that they did it you're, you're jumping ahead okay so here's how they did this last month Bubba Joe, how they did it is exactly what I told you. $400 worth of uncommon, rare, and epic materials that contained in your pack. Doesn't matter what the point value was. That's what they did. They did uh, devalue or, or make catch-up mechanics worth less, which, Bubba, you have also agreed to. Yep. Um, but they did make it more difficult to do it with catch-up materials. Okay? Right? Do we all agree? 
Yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that was what they did last month, but they still included the uncommons, the rares, the epics. Because of the point value differential last month, we came in and said, all right, this is starting to get a little bit, a little bit rough, okay, because where they did, Bubba, devalue the previous generation as far as points worth, that made it difficult for people because, as I stated last month, Scopely's intention was to push current generational progress, okay? Current generational progress, meaning that it was going to be more difficult to spend on catch-up mechanics, all right, than it was going to be in doing your own current generational stuff, okay? Now, when we went back and said, listen, we've got a problem with people being able to spend materials. That's what a lot of people said, Bubba, right? A lot of people said, well, I've got the uncommon. I can't spend it because I don't have ship parts. Or I've got the rare, but I can't spend it because I don't have enough uncommon to get to that point. Or blah, 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 right? We, we saw all that. Yep. yep. Okay. So this was actually a point that Scopely went and took, and it was a positive move. Because I'm here to tell you guys, here, I'll start with my own ops. Bubba Joe, my own ops, ops 56, take a look at your screen. They removed Epic from the calculation. And by the way, this is confirmed over a dozen ops levels. They removed Epic from the calculation because, Bubba, they did in fact hear the fact that we said you can't spend Epic materials. Like, there's literally... 2% of the game where you can actually spend epic materials. It's worthless. It's fluff. It doesn't belong here. It shouldn't go in packs. Or if it does, then put it... It can't count. You can't make it a basis of monetary, of monetary thing because you can't spend it, right? Right. Okay. Now, certainly says, so that's no impact. Wrong. It is not no impact because it used to be counted in your milestone. This month, they removed it. All right, so let's take a look at the points that they actually use this month, which are different. And we also told you guys that they were going to be different. We said they were going to be tweaking on these for a while. We said that they were, they were going to not have a permanent solution. Do you guys remember me saying those words? So, I said we were yes, not going to yes, have a permanent want, solution. So, so certainly. The effect of removing the epic from the milestones means the milestones came down for every player relative to the points that like they had they assigned. The pack, epic. Yes. They took the pack, they assigned a point total for uncommons and rares. You got and it. Not epics. You got it, certainly. So that means you did not you do not have to spend as many materials this month as you would have last month based on that information based on the value of the pack right because they took Correct. epics out of it all right and even more so epics were worth the most amount of points okay Re epics were worth the most amount of points so if you took epic out then one epic material might have equaled i don't know what 12 or 15 uncommon materials okay so we take the epics out automatically one helpful move okay one helpful move now fully you're right, they are still awarding points for epic materials because what if somebody did want to spend them, right? Like, if you're going to spend them, might as well, but they didn't make it a part of the objective. 
They didn't make it a part of the objective, all right? So this fundamentally made the milestone lower. Now, they also went back through and, and did exactly the same as what we've always said that they probably shouldn't do, Bubba, which is base the economy or base the milestones on the actual contents of a pack, all right? Which you and I have agreed we don't really like. You and I have also agreed that, well, we've disagreed on what they should do about it. I've kind of looked at power or modules or completions of builds or researches, this or that, blah, 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 okay? But there's not a good answer. And Scopely has kind of come back and said, mm, thanks, DJ, appreciate the effort, but the only way that we really have to value something is with the equivalent of a pack, Okay? If we're going to say that a pack is worth $100, then the contents of that pack is going to be $100. And if the officer is going to be worth $400, then we basically want the recovery of four packs. Okay, Whether you're right, wrong, or indifferent on that, that's what they're going to do. That is their decision. Okay, So now what we need to do is we need to try to find a pattern here. So here's what we did. All right, Bubba and I worked on this together and we did find the pattern. We did everybody from my server. Every single one of these is from server 15. That way there's no generations. There's no differences in economies, whatever. We took all the data, as many, uh, as many actual solid people, uh, from, limited number of variables, Bubba Joe. The limited, most limited number of variables, okay? So Blaze says, so based on math of a station pack, SMS is supposed to cost $400? No, it's actually $200, okay? And it was correct across all milestones, okay? If, uh, for example, at Ops 56, G3 uncommon, I got 2,300, then 1,550 and 1,550. G4 uncommon, 12,5 of each. G5 uncommon, 6620 of each. Coming down to the rare, okay, which they did count this month. They took the epic out. But the rare, 1,150, 950, and 950, which is weird, 3,400 of each and 1,760 of each in the G5 rare. So then we take the now, points that they okay. assigned. This is how we're going to determine the worth. We're going to take the points that they chose, which was 20 for G3 uncommon, 40 for G4, 90 for G5. Does that all sound right? Sound good so far? I did have a column in here for G6, but I didn't end up doing that math. So you take the uncommons, you take the rares, you add it together. 10.098 would be a million, would be my top milestone. That's based on a two-pack multiplier. Why would I start with the assumption of two packs? I would start with the assumption of two packs because they typically value an Epic Officer at $400, and this milestone had 50 shards. That would be half of an Epic, $200, and as you can see, the math was perfect. Okay, the math held. If you take a look at my milestone... Here it is, 10.09 million, and I should be at 10.09 million. Bubba, the math is perfect. Okay? The math is perfect. I see you in the chat. But, DJ, what are you going to spend G3 materials on? Well, we're going to get to that. Okay? We're going to get to that. But this is where Bubba Joe and I agree up to thus far. Right, Bubba? Yep. All right. Now, very quickly, we're going to run through some other ops. Okay? Ops 51. Same thing, you don't have G5 Uncommon, by the way, which is odd. I didn't see G5 Uncommon in your pack, uh, but you did have G3, G4 Uncommon, G3, G4 Rare, okay, which means your milestone is 4.5 million, 
And by the way, that was verified. Okay? Ops 50, because I'm starting to grow worried here, Bubba Joe. How are they going to do it if they don't have G5? Okay? But no worries. Ops 50 and 51 work the exact same way. As a matter of fact, what's really, really odd about it is that the Ops 50 and Ops 50 milestone were so stinking close together that they might as well have been the same thing. Ops 49, same thing. Bubba Joe made an observation and said, yeah, but you know what? Literally almost every milestone in G4 is almost exactly the same, Bubba, right? Correct. Almost every single one. As a matter of fact, let's look at Ops 49, 4.595. But looking at Ops 41... 4.542, 4.542, a difference, Bubba, of only 50,000 points from Ops 41 all the way through 49. That's weird, right? Does that sound Seems weird? Like it. Seems weird. But actually, what the difference is, is that they've kind of capped out on G4 materials. Look at this. Ops 41 will get 12,300 of each material, G4 Uncommon, Ops 41. But at Ops 49, it only goes to 12,400, Bubba Joe, meaning that they have practically, with the differences in resources and latinum, that's the only difference anymore. They actually have made the materials pretty much flat through all of G4, which is crazy, okay? Absolutely crazy. But nonetheless, that's how they're doing it. Ops 41 and 49 have practically the same daggone milestone. Let's take a look at Ops 34. Ops 34, you're only doing it with G3 material. Okay? You're only doing it with G3 material. Your milestone was 385,000, and I think your your milestone actually ended up being 386,000 or something like that. It was off by just a couple of points. All right? Very, very close. Now, Fooley says, my packs don't give 12500 at Ops 50. Fooley, it's not any regular normal pack. It is a core pack. It is the metric pack. You got to look at the right pack, okay? And Bubba, we've known for years and years in this game, what is the pack, the pack that is the basis of all economy calculations in this game? There is only one. Station pack. The Ultra Station Pack, $99.99 Ultra Station Pack, okay? This is the only pack that matters when it comes to economy planning. It is the heartbeat. It's the core, okay? The $99 Ultra Station Pack, the one that that most people don't ever look at. It's the oldest one all the way down, all the way back in in the folder right here, Station and Building Packs, this one. If it loads, Ultra Station Upgrade Pack. This one right here, okay? And I'm putting it in the graphics room because there's a lot of building packs in there. There's a lot of specials. There's a lot of limit ones. There's a lot of other things. But this is the pulse. This is the heartbeat. Has been for years. Has been for years. Okay? So when we take a look at the solar milestone, we're taking a look at... Everything, and we balanced this all the way down to Ops 34, all the way through Ops 56. Bubba Joe looked at a couple of others. I personally did not look at G6, but Bubba said that he concurred on G6. No matter what you do here, the fact that they removed the epics benefited people because of lower milestones. 
Plain and simple, hard stop. Up to this point, mathematically, we can now agree. But Bubba, there's still one more problem. One problem that you and I agreed on last month, which the chat is hollering about right now. What is an Ops 41 supposed to spend on? What's an Ops 34 supposed to spend on? What about an Ops 50? How are they supposed to spend that amount of uncommon? Resolus says an Ops 41 can't possibly spend the same amount as an Ops 49, though. That's an arguable position, Resolus. It is very much more difficult for an Ops 41. Why, Bubba Joe? Is it because of material value? Or is it because no. of what's available? Because, see, here's the, here's the thing, Resolus. You're getting the same number of materials as an Ops 49. So somebody would argue that it should be easier for you to spend those same materials. Because why? You're getting the same amount. But a 41 has all, has all the growth potential. They've got all these other mechanics to spend on that you haven't yet, except, Cruzito, you got it. We have a common problem here. We've got the ability to spend. Not only that, but I also recognize a secondary problem, okay? I recognize a secondary problem, which is efficiencies all right now canine tooth is going to come in here and laugh at me bubba joe is going to laugh okay uh here's the deal primes and efficiencies have actually exasperated this problem with the purposes of the auctions okay with the purposes of officer values with the purposes of how far does something go because bubba you and i were talking about this the other day Things, because of efficiencies, actually cost less in the game now, right? True. Things actually cost less, which means our materials are going further. More of them are given in the game. And therefore, what has ultimately transpired here, Bubba Joe, is exactly what you were talking about the other day, which people thought was unreasonable. You said, listen, if you... If the expectation was that you go up on ops level for an SMS and the chat was like, whoa, 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 Bubba. Whoa, you crazy, man. You expect me to go up three ops levels a month? Not really, but that is almost kind of how it's become. Your dollar goes further. They're giving you more income. So to hit this dollar amount, you got to do a lot more. I think we're all in agreement there, right, Bubba Joe? I mean, it yep. it costs a lot more these days than it used to to go through. Ship parts don't count, which, man, that would be great, okay? That would probably solve a lot of problems if they would include ship parts, but probably still not because there's still a problem. Anyway, long story short, that's the thing. We are looking at the amount of progression that they're setting the price tag for, and we are finding it unreasonable because, Bubba, it's not three or four buildings anymore. It's an entire freaking ops level, right? When we strip back all these levels, when we strip back all these layers of frustration, what it simply comes down to is to spend that amount of material 
you'd have to do an ops level or more. Now, Bubba Joe and I have been in so much agreement, it's scary over the last 24 hours because we are now finally starting to see some of the actual true problem here. And I also want to point out that Scopely was receptive. Now, I know a lot of you guys are really angry, but here's the thing. The math proves that we still don't know. Just like I said last month, Bubba Joe, we still don't know what we're angry about. Yesterday, when I came into the chat and said, this is fundamentally better than it was last month, I might as well have been skewered and fried. You jumped on the bandwagon, Bubba Joe. <laughs> Until I came to you and said, hey, man, like, look at the actual math. And you were like, okay, so why does this look so much worse? That is where you and I started really digging in. Why does it look worse? Because it's actually better. So why? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Mm. Mm. There's a difference in between it being better and not being worse. Very fair. We found that distinction, didn't we? Bubba Joe, why don't you go into your portion now? And then I want to come into some of the, uh, some of the ideas that I want to float to the community that Bubba Joe and I co-authored. Okay, I want to float some of these ideas and see what might actually get some traction in trying to improve this scenario. Because Bubba Joe and I will agree that mathematically, they took one step in the right direction, but it wasn't complete, it's not enough, and further, it still is going to be imbalanced for various ops levels, which I'm going to show you here in just a couple of moments. Uh, actually, Bubba Joe is going to show you now. Okay, Bubba I think Joe, your math is actually somewhat useless. I'm sorry, what? I think your math is actually somewhat useless in this whole discussion, <laughs> but you know. I would love to get your reaction to that after Bubba Joe gives his point because Bubba's point is probably more in, uh, more in tune with yours. So, Bubba, go ahead with the data, and I'm going to go. Where did we put that? Where is that? Is it in the lab or is it in TT chat? It's in the, our contributors chat. All right. So, Bubba Joe, you, you just want to go in there and we'll start at the top, at the top chart? No. Which one do we uh, want to well, stop with? Well, the top with? chart you've kind of already talked to. Yeah. Um, so the first thing I did is I said, okay, well, let's go look at what these milestones are. Because I was expecting to see, you know, kind of a stair-stepping function every ops level, right? Because we talked about last month how every ops level has their own bracket. Mm -hmm. So I was expecting to see different milestones at every bracket. And that's just not the case. That's not what exists here. That's exactly right. And we, we, that's something that we just identified a moment ago because of the pack contents. Okay? The pack contents don't change throughout the G4s. They don't even change throughout G5, in, which in is terms, kind of In terms of materials. In terms of materials. That's right. Resources, latinum, all those things, yes. But it is crazy. You know, we used to, I remember there was a day years ago, Bubba Joe, when we used to say that, you know, G4, like an Ops 41, for example, couldn't spend what an Ops 49 could. Except right. now the income is literally identical. It's kind of crazy, really, when you think about well, it. Well, no. Okay, so the income may be the same, but the point is exactly the same as it was then, as it is now. The barrier. Is that an Ops 41 cannot spend what an Ops 49 can. Exactly. In fact, Ops 49 players are going to be able to complete these SMSs easily, very easily, because their buildings require so many materials. Mm -hmm. So 
an ops 49 player is going to go, I'll complete two buildings and I'll wrap up the SMS because, because so many of their buildings require just large amounts. Of you may not have the materials. Okay. That's entirely a valid position, but okay. So Omicron, if you're sitting at 49 and have nothing left to build, then go to 50. It's time to go up. Yeah. Stop camping. Yes. Listen, I know. I know. I know. People talk about camping. I know that, that some people think it's a viable strategy. I did it once. I regret it. Okay. I, I, plain and simple. I did it one time at, and I regret it. And I have preached ever since that camping is not beneficial in this game unless, unless you are an absolute true free-to-play okay i mean if you buy a battle pass then camping is not good for you okay i mean maybe for a month or two or three we're not talking years guys we're not talking an entire year all right i regret it no no that's just it camping uh, what, what did somebody just say a big camper says don't camp i i camped once at 49 and i regret it I've said it. How many times have you guys heard me say how much I regret it? I regret camping at 49. If I could do it all over again, I would not. There's two reasons for that. One, income is better. Packs are better. Although not as much anymore. But yes, going from 50 to 51, for example, look at Bubba's chart. The income goes up. And that's right, Dark Menace. He says, I tried to tell you, DJ, don't sit. If you can go up, you're right. Okay? Look at what Medic says. I camped at 25. I should have spent less time there. I agree. Look at Nesbitt. I agree. I regret sitting at 49. Guys, camping, I know that there are other teachings out there that say to do it. I am not one, nor will I ever be. Okay? I'm just not. I think there are clear disadvantages. That being said, that being said, I'm sorry, Bubba, continue with your point. These, this is okay. your heroic solo milestone. So this is, so the, the, the point that someone else brought up in chat, and I'm sorry I didn't capture your name, was that what uncommon am I supposed to spend at 40 mm -hmm. or 41? What uncommon am I supposed to spend at 50? All of those are entirely valid points. Sure they are. Um, that has not changed. That's why, that has always been why, a 41 can't spend what a 49 can do. Like, they just can't. So I fully acknowledge that there is still a flaw here. But what I went and did is because I've been saying this, and it didn't seem like I was getting traction anywhere. And I don't know if DJ realized this or not. But what I kept saying was, when you transition from building level one to building level two, your ability to spend materials drops when it transitions from uncommon to rare. Um, it goes up when it goes from common to uncommon, of course, but it drops when it goes from uncommon to rare. Now, what happens there is that when you're spending uncommon materials, you're probably spending uncommon materials by the thousands, okay? And then when it transitions to rare, you're now spending rare materials by the hundreds. So what does that mean? That means that that rare building isn't going to score nearly as much as that previous level's uncommon building, which means two things. One, it's counterintuitive that the next level of building scores a lot less than the previous level. And two, every ops level should have their own milestone 
based on their ability to spend materials within that ops level. Exactly. As a matter of fact, during our data gathering today, we literally were talking with Putz, all right, and who, who literally said, uh, let me find this exact quote. Maybe it was a Karkin. I can't find the quote. Uh, that was Putz. It was Putz. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. My building at 44 scored six times as many points. I'm sorry. I did a building level 43. It scored 300,000 points. Level 44 of the same building scored 35,000 points. Okay. This is the point that Bubba Joe has been illustrating for two weeks, and it took me a minute to, to come around to that part. I said that I wanted rare and uncommon to be somewhat close together because then it wouldn't punish people for doing either or. As in, when they do the math calculation, you can spend uncommon and it not like be five times as high because they were counting rare in the formula, right? But this is an example, Bubba Joe, of how broken that particular scoring model is where level 43 of a building can be 300,000 points and level 44 of the same building drops to 35,000 points because of the significantly reduced quantity of rare that it will take and the fact that the rare points were worth closer to the uncommon, which was something I was an advocate for. You see? Now, Otter says, be really careful. You're almost arguing that one building should be equivalent points per ops, so complete X number of buildings to finish milestones. Bubba's actually an advocate for that. He's throwing that out there. Bubba Joe thinks that's one of the most fair ways to do it. Well, because not necessarily like do one building and complete a milestone. But what I think that should happen is, is that there should be some internal goal to say, all right, I want an Ops 42 player at the end of the month to be Ops 43, and we're going to run three SMSs. So let's take all of the resources they have to spend for that and divide it by three, and that should be the milestone, right? I think that's fair. Now, it can be buildings and research. It can be buildings, research, and ships. It can be some combination of that, which may make a milestone something that you're not going to really enjoy. But that is something I have wholly been an advocate for because it's fair. If you are in an ops level and you have the ability to spend these materials based on what that ops level can spend, that seems fair. Regardless now, of whether or not regardless of right? whether or not it takes common. You, that's right. It, it doesn't right. matter what it costs. It's just buildings. It could be common. Yeah, you can't you can't say I expect every ops 49 to spend one month at 49 and go to 50. Anyone who's ever taken the trip, taken the trip from forty nine to fifty or fifty nine to sixty knows that's not a one month thing. Right. Okay. So you got to be realistic there. But what you can do is you can go. I think that a forty two should be looking at moving up within a month, and so we're going to set their milestone as that is their goal. Great. Now, at Tarpy, least it's fair. Tarpy at least points you have out the ability to do it. Right. Tarpy points out that this <laughs> encourages people not to build anything outside of the SMSs. It's kind of true anyway. Like really, truthfully, I mean, if you're who's if, building things outside of the SMSs now, if you're trying to get these officers, you really shouldn't be. Okay. Now, I do want to point out, uh, and we're going to have to take a break because Twitch is yelling at me. I've already used too many snoozes. Uh, I want to point out that 
this chart right here, Bubba Joe, that we've got up on the screen that I put in the graphics room is specific to ops. As in, this is the number of uncommon slash rare materials or points that can be scored at a various ops level. And I want you to look and see what happens here at ops 51 right here. Bubba Joe, so this chart here, plummets. this chart here that you put in the chat is just the operate, not, not per operations level. This is just the building ops. Okay. So, okay. I see what you're saying. So in other words, uh, going to ops 51 cost, no materials. Is that what we're saying? That's what we're saying. Okay. No materials. Let's take a look at defense platforms. Okay. Take a look at this one right here. Defense platforms, guys. Same thing. Going to 50, cost, no materials. This one right here shows your docks and your guns in their scoring potential of what they cost per ops level. And again, what we see here in the early 50s, in the early 40s, all right, we are seeing no scoring potential. And this is what you guys have said. This is what you guys have been screaming about. Now we have data. Now we can show you graphically and visibly what the problems are here in so far as potential or capability of spend. Right, Bubba Joe? I mean, that's what, that's what we've been talking about. Now, uh, we take a look at this one. You just picked out an, an interesting research. Tell me why you chose this research, Bubba Joe. It's four-star interceptor armor piercing. Why would you right. choose this research? Well, so I started looking for a three-star research that went from uncommon to rare, and I couldn't find one. There are some three-star researches that start with uncommon and rare both, but that doesn't really kind of, I mean, that's just you're spending a little bit of each material. But the four-star researches, the G4 researches, We'll start at common and move to uncommon and then move to rare. And so what I wanted to point out now, what also can happen is as, as the chart that DJ, I think is going to put up in the graphics room is going to show is that there's actually a break where it goes common to uncommon to rare to nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I don't know if they just forgot to code it or they just thought no one was ever going to get there. So they didn't put any material costs on it. Um, but yeah, so so it's it changes, right? So these are a couple of researches. You can see the ability to score spikes early and then is nothing. Like the the interceptor piercing is nothing. It doesn't give any points for a material spend event. Offensive strategies comes up, goes down, starts to slowly come up, and then goes to zero before it comes up again, right? So what this is showing is that it's not consistent per operations level or per level of research. It's not consistent to say that everyone's milestone should be the same. In fact, this is fairly definitive that everyone's milestone should be very, very different. I want to show one more before we have to take our first break, Bubba Joe, which is very, very interesting when we're talking about scoring potential. And this is the one that you wanted to see. This actually right here highlights the problems within the current mechanism of expectation of uncommon spend. Because yep. so, what so, you see so, here are actual yep. breaks in the lines. There's nothing steady. When there's a gap, right. so, there's a gap. So a platform, you can see the blue line, it goes from 6,000 uncommon for two levels and then drops to 500 rare and then I think goes to 750 rare and then like 900 rare and then goes back to uncommon, right? Well, when you're talking about 6,000 uncommon, 
versus 500 rare. That's the problem that that, that uh, putts putts was kind of pointing out. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. I can score all this ton of points here, and I go up to the next level and I score almost nothing. Well, that doesn't seem fair. It also means that at a given ops level, there is a higher potential to spend and score points than there is at the next one. Like, you may find that the milestone at ops 43 is higher than the milestone at ops 44 because the ops 44 buildings, most of them change to rare. Now, I don't know that Scopely is ever going to have the milestones actually go down. That's something we're going to have to kind of work with them on and say, hey, you know, you're just really, you have ops levels in here that are just terrible to exist in because you haven't given players the ability to spend these materials at all. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to let this kind of sink in for a minute because this was really telling to me. When Bubba Joe actually showed me this data, I'm a visual guy and I'm a math guy. I'm a big data nerd, all right? So this (laughs) is starting to click. Now, uh, Rip, if you can do this in two minutes or less, you told me a minute ago, uh, because I got to take a break, like I'm on the force clock. You told me a minute ago that my math for the milestone didn't matter. And is it because... For the the most part, it doesn't, no. Is it because of what Bubba Joe just demonstrated? Or do you have an entirely different theory? No, no, no. That's that's actually fairly close, and I I am fairly so. so I've not followed I've not followed this discussion. I just uh, was listening and kind of thinking about this. Um, there's actually a fairly rather. First of all, if you do something, and your customers or players feel bad about it, then what you did is wrong. That is just a fundamental th- truth of game design. Just to make that clear, doesn't matter how good your idea is or how great it could be. How great it's in theory, if your players feel bad, it's bad. Period. You know, regardless of everywhere. Um, there's actually a fairly, I think, for the most part, a fairly simple, uh, fairly trivial um, way to actually just take a sort of equation based on the actual data that you have on your current player base, the potential spend um for for a given range so you 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 do have to take into account like previous potential spend because players don't usually are up to their current ops so you have to go back but you kind of have to taper off the potential spend for those levels uh create a function out of that and then set those milestones for that level also my opinion is that rares should count for x compared to uncommon but you have to take that into account when you actually design that function to generate the milestones. Mm. That would result in probably going milestones going down for certain ops levels, but that's fine. Uh, um, uh. Because that that encourage that actually encourages players going up certain ops levels when they are at those points, when they know that's going to happen, um, which is probably actually a good thing. Yes, um, it is. And that's right where I'm going to pause you. We are going to give... Bubba and Mai's theory on the other side, Rip, because ironically, Bubba, isn't it crazy that when, like, we get our heads together and we start actually stripping away and start objectively looking at the problem, it's ironic how all three of us kind of arrived at the exact same conclusion. Isn't it weird? We are going to take a break. I don't remember this being listed in Alanis Morissette's song. (laughs) I I actually have a... Isn't it ironic? All right. Listen, we do have have to take a break. I actually have a semi-certain function in mind to actually calculate this probably I am going to ask you about it on the other side of the break because I got to go. We are going to take a very quick break, everybody. Sorry. We've got this new clock system and we we get it messed up. If we get out of sync, we're messed up. My name is Ultimate DJs. We're going to take a very quick break. On the other side, we are coming back to more of this 
mania when it comes to heroic milestones. And we're going to talk more about what the solution can be to potentially fix it on the other side of this break. We appreciate you being with us. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. Hang on. You looking for ways to enhance your gaming experience inside Star Trek Fleet Command? Well, Surtail has the answers for your health and wellness needs, especially while gaming. Gummies to sharpen the mind when you can't come up with 14 words where three would do. Surtail is an independent distributor of all aerial products that you would need to improve your gaming experience. Surtail also distributes bath salts, CBD creams and oils, weight loss products, Protein shakes, workout aids, Delta 8 gummies, and so much more. Message Surtail on Discord or go to crazybunch.org. Talking Trek is brought to you in part by MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is the biggest and best Facebook page all about toys. Meet other like-minded individuals that share in your same interest. Have hard-to-find rare toys or know someone looking for your special piece of nostalgia. Old toys or new toys, hard-to-find toys, doesn't matter. With MN Toy Posse, you can find it, buy it, or sell it. Visit today at facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. That's facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Screw Value Hardware Stores. We probably don't have what you're looking for, and if we do, brother, you're going to pay. Introducing Ron on the Shelf. The holiday spy that keeps the little ones in check. There's a new sheriff in town. Oh, no. I broke mommy's favorite vase. I think that crossed the line. Ron on the shelf will make sure no unwanted guest enter your home this holiday season. You know, we're going to make sure we're fighting back. And unlike the elf, Ron on the shelf will educate your kids and protect young children from having sexualized curriculum in things like elementary school. The Ron on the Shelf. On sale this holiday season exclusively in Florida and the North Pole. The people that work there have been very, very thankful that we took this action. You loved the animated movie Frozen. Well, this one is really tough to let go. Get ready for the latest sequel Frozen. Tallywhacker. This is awkward. <laughs> Watch as a Swedish cross-country skier experiences the most extreme version of shrinkage ever. Makes everything seem small. What are you talking about? Get to the theater now for Frozen. Tallywhacker. You'll never see me cry. <laughs> it's so cold. Just make sure to warm up your junk. Uh, car first. Oh, that feels better. You were expecting the parody version. I didn't know there was one. Is there is there a silly one going on out there? I didn't know. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, no. You know what's crazy? While we're talking about uh, creative game design, Bubba Joe, let's also spend the entire commercial break and talk about 
um, marketing growth and and pre-roll versus mid-roll. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about all of those things, all right? We are in a very, very important business-framed shape of uh, – business-shaped frame of mind. Here is uh, is what we're trying to do, Bubba Joe, here on this beautiful, lovely Sunday. Would like to welcome uh, the 581 people in our live studio audience. What great numbers, 581. Thank you. Whew. Thank you for being here. It's a, it's a great audience. We really appreciate you guys all being here. That is phenomenal. Bubba Joe, when we come back, uh, to what we were talking about right before the break, uh, we have the chart. All the charts are in the room. We've identified a clear problem, okay? We've identified, uh, again, what comes down to the whole point of ability to spend, all right? Now, I do see some people in the chat still missing the point, Bubba Joe. They nerfed my material value. No, they didn't. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, they didn't, okay? They nerfed nothing about what your materials buy you. As a matter of fact, if you really want to talk about nerfing stuff, okay, the multi-tier primes took care of that for you, and we were all too happy to have those, okay? Uh, (laughs) But I'm telling you, you know how Ripper feels about Strike Team? I feel about the multi-tier primes, okay? I don't feel anything about Strike Team anymore. Well, how you used to feel about Strike Team is how I feel about the multi-tier primes. I think they're great. I think that they solve an immediate short-term, you know, problem. They make things cheaper, make things easier, make things mindless, but they destroyed the economy of the game, okay? Anybody can fly strike team. Obviously, they're effective. They go out there and they wreck things. They took mind, they took experimentation. They took, they took strategy away from PvP, all right? They destroyed the long-term environment of the game, okay? Boom, that's what multi-tiered primes did, okay? They destroyed the long-term viability of material worth in this game and and it was a double-edged sword certainly right that's if you invested in the primes if you didn't invest in the primes then everything is just too gosh darn expensive for you to progress with anyway right we saw what happened with voyager right we saw what happened with voyager Okay, multi-tier primes come out, then Voyager comes out, and magically, the material costs are 10 times that of a G4 rare. A specialty ship, mind you. All right? Multi-tier primes were a disaster. Moving forward, though, we can't just remove them, just like they couldn't just take Strike Team out. So what do we do? What do we do? Bubba Joe and I put our brains together, so I'm going to present this to you a little bit, and I want to see how you feel about it, and Rip, I kind of want to see how you think about it as well, because Scopely has told us, Dave told me, we really have no other way, I mean, of of valuing it. Listen, it's cash value, son. Cash value. Okay? They want to make $400 on an officer. I get it. That's their price. It's been their price for five years. And moreover, whether or not we agree with it or not, it's their product to set a price tag on. I've said this a million times. You go into Walmart and you see a chair that you want, but the price tag's too high. You don't negotiate with them. You either buy it or you don't. Okay? Not every officer is worth $400. Agreed. Some of them cost $600. Okay? I agree with you. In our minds, it's probably reasonable to assume that no officer's worth $400 in cash. 
I, in, my, in my mind, right, Imperial? I see you. No officers worth $400. I kind of feel that way. But it's also not for me. It's not about spending cash. For me, it becomes about the strategy of engaging with the game, using the materials that the game gives me in order to maximize my benefit in return. Because you got to remember, and I've said this to people like Bubba Joe, and, and we've talked about this, every single day that passes in this game, every single day that you participate in engagement events, something gets cheaper for you, right? Bubba, I mean, point of point, it, it might only be by five cents, could be by $1, could be by $1.50 or $5. But every single day you compete in events where you earn resources and materials, something gets cheaper to the point where it becomes zero. That is what Scopely is trying to avoid. They are trying to preserve the quote-unquote cash value of $400 because here's the thing. 90% of you won't ever spend $400 on an officer. But there is game currency equivalent. There's latinum, there's materials, there's resources, there's this or that. And they're giving you some of that every single day. Every single event has a quote-unquote cash value. Might be three bucks, might be five bucks. Bubba, we have actually universally agreed on the quote-unquote mathematical dollar equivalency of a ticketed event. What is it? Three dollars. Oh, I thought it was seven. No, the cost. Yes, cost of entry is three dollars, but the return is what? Should be closer to oh, seven. Oh, seven. Seven, yes. All right. But that's right. That's right. Which means if we do a ticketed event... We actually profit $4. We're spending $300 in currency to get $7 in other currency. So we're positive, net positive $4 for that one event. Okay? Cool. Now, because an officer has a game currency equivalent of $400, that doesn't mean that it costs us $400. As a matter of fact, it's very, very, very rare that anybody actually drops $400 cash on an officer. Bubba Joe, last time you did it was probably Carol Freeman, right? No, maybe Data. Did you spend $400 on Data? Of course, he was a rare. No. He was a rare, and that didn't really count. That wasn't the unlock. Uh, did you do it for Freeman? Not technically, because everyone got that probably unlock for 20 Ducat. bucks. Ducat. Almost, gosh, that's almost, that's a year ago now, 14 months. It's the last time that Bubba Joe actually spent $400 real cash. That's my point. People don't typically do that. But that is the currency equivalent of what they want to recover. Why, Bubba Joe? Because everybody's got a little bit of a stash. Everybody's got a little bit of a stash, but... If it's balanced ever so, then you might spend $100 or $200. Now, you're right, Benny Hill. People are doing it less. That's not necessarily – I mean, there's a few reasons for that, one of which is just the quality of officer. Bubba Joe and I talked about that earlier today. You have an amazing officer that comes out like Picard or Data last month. People will spend more. Look at Riker this month, probably not as much. Okay? So when you look at – game design, when you look at the psychology of this, I've even said before, you get me close to something, 
I'm a little bit more likely to spend to get me over the edge. How many of you are like that? Bubba Joe, I know you are. You get me close to something, I'm more likely to spend a couple bucks to finish it. Now, not everybody is, but that's the mentality here, guys. If the game gives me $200, $250, $300 worth of resources, and I got to spend $100 or $50 or whatever to finish an objective of mine, I am far more likely to do it than if it just costs $400. Enter heroic solo milestone psychology. Guys, it's not that complicated. They're giving you materials every single day. They're giving you stuff every single day, game equivalency currency. So when they come back and do the exact same thing that they've always done, they're giving you $4 for this event or $5 for that event or $7 for that event. So then when they come back and say, okay, we want $400 back for this officer, it's a balancing thing. Okay? The question as Bubba John, no, by the way, Star Ocean, this is exactly their model. The problem is exactly what we are now identifying as players is that there are capabilities. There's generational gaps here in what can be spent and what can be. And crazy enough, really truthfully, it's always been this way. We've kind of glassed over it, Bubba Joe. We haven't spent this much time on it. We have. We've identified that 40 is a tough spot, 50 is a tough spot. And I've, and I've kind of glossed over that, always saying, well, you know, there's always a kindergartner on the playground, right? Like there's always a fifth grader. There's always a kindergartner. Like eventually you grow up, but there's always going to be the first in class. I mean, even under Bubba Joe's and Mai's new plan, there's still going to be pain points. So maybe Scopely would come out and say, if this is impossible to design in a perfect world, then maybe there are bad spots to be, i.e., don't camp anymore. Get through them. Push through the bad spots. Now, where those are? Who knows? It depends on what they're going to actually do with this stuff. So, Bubba Joe, let's take a look uh, on screen at my proposal. Now, Bubba Joe and I were talking. Bubba Joe and I were talking before the show. And, well, yeah, that's true, Hellbreaker. You could also just forget the event. <laughs> but if you do that, if you do that, then you, you never get officers. Okay? You never get officers. So, there's that. Now, that being said, Bubba Joe, this top area right here, is uh, I'm going to go to Ops 34. We're going to go to Ops 34. This section right here, which I've already shown in the graphics room, and I'm going to, just in case we get confused with the order of stuff, I'm going to copy and paste this into the graphics room right now. Okay? Here is Ops 34's current event structure. As in, their milestones, 385,000 points. This is what uh, the uncommon requirement, because by the way, 34 doesn't even get rare. So theirs was simple, all right? Bubba Joe, two packs, 50% of an unlock, 50 shards, 385,000 points, okay? Boom. There we go. Bubba Joe and I have disagreed on this in the past, but because of, where did it go? Because of the, the, the I just lost it. Why did I lose it? Well, dang, I just lost it, Bubba Joe. <laughs> because of those graphs where there's certain breakpoints and rares, for example, like Putz pointed out, 
level 44 building being worth 30,000 points as compared to 300,000 points at 43. That's a problem. So I want to balance it out. And I am going to concede, just like Bubba Joe's going to concede a point to me here in a minute. I'm going to concede a point to him that there should be a wider gap between uncommon and rare. Gosh, I, and I, I got to be honest with you, Bubba Joe, it pains me to say that. It pains me to say it. Okay? Because uncommon. I know and, it does. It does. It pains me to say it. Because we've always had 100 points for an uncommon and 150 points for rare. We've really not had this conversation before. Those were pretty daggone close to each other. 100 to 150. Now, Carissa says rare should be five times the uncommon. Won't ever happen. Won't ever happen. All right? Well, because uh, it told me it's not going to happen. Okay? And by the way, going through this, Bubba Joe is, is very much aware of the restrictions that I've been given. Bubba Joe, we should probably preface this by saying, before anybody gets fussy, well, ask for this or do that, I already know a set of parameters I'm working with. All right, and I've shared those with Bubba Joe. Bubba, there are things that are going to be non-starters here. So I've got to work. If I want, if I want them to be successful for you guys, I got to work within the within the parameters I'm given. If I go in there and I scream about and yell about stuff that they've already told me, don't bother thinking about it, then there's no point in me taking it to them. So let me clarify again and preface this by saying community. If I'm going to be effective, then you need to understand that there are certain things that I can fight for here and other things that are already a lost cause. Bubba Joe and I have discussed what those parameters are and why we've come up with the numbers we want. Because are they perfect? Probably still not. Do we, do we get to know those parameters? Not specifically, but I'm going okay. to... Not, yeah, not super specifically. Is, is the, would there be any chance of trying something wild at some point for a month i mean there's always the chance of that but i guess it depends on how so wild. If, if you were <laughs> to present them something that might be out of the ordinary or maybe not like what i mean you wanted to talk about something first i have <laughs> ideas oh well thoughts. all right i mean i kind of like to hear what you think is is wild but we could do mine first if you want no, go g- right. do yours first. So, That's fine. I, I'm, I'm. In fairness, Bubba Joe said last month that rare to uncommon should be four to one, right, Bubba? That's what you said. Four, was it four to one or five to one? I think you I said, think four said to five one. to one. But... Was it five to one? Okay. Um, I, I couldn't remember. It was either four to one or five to one. Th- that I felt was just too big. I felt that that was too big, especially when they were counting the rares and we're talking about people not having the ability to spend rares. Let's come back to like what this pack looks like. If we had made, now well, I, I want you to watch what happens to this to, milestone. To, to, to be clear, to be clear, DJ, the part of that was five to one rare to uncommon and op specific milestone fair based enough based on what is possible with that option so here's one of the one without the other here's one of the non-starters okay they are using pack contents as a basis for their value that is not going to change so bubba when we say hey i want you to look at ops 40 and i want you to consider their capability of spending no no thanks not going to happen they are going to look at their packs now if the pack 
if the packs need to be adjusted. And by the way, Cruzito, I'm putting everything in the graphics room, all right? So the podcast audience has got everything. You're not going to see me tinker with stuff and change stuff, but you see everything in the graphics room, all right? You, if you want live video, you can see it on Twitch. If you uh, are on replay on YouTube or whatever, but if, you, if you're on podcast, we've got everything in the graphics room for you, okay? Now, if we, Bubba Joe, are resorting to the fact that they are going to use a pack as the quote-unquote value basis for what these officers, then Calamus Destiny actually has a right. Maybe we need to look at what goes into those packs. You're not going to like that. You're not going to like that, Calamus Destiny. Because what would the result be is that at Ops 40 or 41 or 42 you would actually get less materials. Do you want that? No! You don't actually want that. Just because you can't spend the rare at Ops 42 doesn't mean you don't want it in the bank. Because trust you me, at 46, 48, 49, you're going to need it. Okay? Just throwing that out there. You're going to need it. And, and way more than you have. Okay, so that's right, Otter. You don't want them to change the packs. You don't want them to nerf that. So we got to figure out a way that does two things. One, it needs to preserve the psychological component of spending to finish it off. Because let's not pretend this isn't about revenue. It, it does, this whole thing is about revenue. And it's okay, by the way. I'm okay with them wanting to make money. Without them making money, we got no game. Okay, I just want to do it in a fair and balanced way. So if they have sourced me $200, $250, $300 worth of stuff, and I got to spend $50, $20, $100 to cap off something that I feel important about, cool. I'm actually okay. That, to me, is not inappropriate monetization. That makes me feel like I got a good value. Okay. If I took something that was, if you go to the store and you see something that's $400, but you walked out and you got to only spend $100 on it, do you feel like you got a deal? A lot of places do that. A lot of places, it's fake. Like, you'll walk in, you I guys made fun of me. that's the whole premise of Black Friday. I know! You guys made fun of me because I went into that place called Boscos, and I got a suit jacket that was regularly priced at $4.99, and I got it for $130, and you were like, sucker. All right? Right? But it works! That's what people do. Regularly priced at $499, but you can get it for 100 bucks. Well, golly, what a deal. It happens that way in every single day in every single industry. Medic says, I got a Traeger smoker for 400 bucks, and they normally cost $1,000. Why did you spend $400 for it? Because you felt like it was good value compared to what people normally ask for. You got a deal. Scopely ain't no different. Except we just go home with nothing. <laughs> We're renting this stuff, guys. We're leasing it. Which is even more scary. Ugh. Now, by the way, Imperial says, would I buy that same suit next year? Or are you wiser and wouldn't do it again? No, you know what? I would buy it because the way that the suit jacket felt and looked on me and, and I liked it, it was worth 
$100 to me. I would buy another one of those suit jackets right now in a different color because it was worth $100 for me to look as good as I looked in it. Yeah. Right? That's what anybody else would do. Now, coming back, I want to demonstrate for you, and I'm looking at Ops 56, all right? So I'm going to throw this in the graphics room. Ops 56, this is where I'm sitting right now, okay? Two packs for 50% of an officer. These are the point values at 20, 40, and 90 for G3, 4, and 5 uncommon, and 30, 60, and 180 for G3, and 4, 5, uh, G3, 4, 5 rare, okay? My milestone was exactly 10 million points, Bubba Joe. Now, by the way, real quick, peeps. If we were to increase the point value of rare by 5x, so we're going to go, and I want you to watch what happens. I'm going to put this in the graphics room too. Bubba, I'm going to go from 20 to, uh, for a G3 uncommon, and I'm going to make it 100 for a G3 rare. Uh-oh. And I'm going to go from 40 on a G4 uncommon to 200 on a G4 rare. Uh-oh. And I'm going to go 90 on a G5 Uncommon to 450 for a G5 Rare. I want you guys to see what just happened to my milestone in using packs as the basis for milestones. This is why it doesn't matter what the points are. Because when both sides of the milestone changes, when the milestone changes and the points acquisition changes, it doesn't matter. You're still spending the same thing. It's the exact same thing as when ship XP dropped from eight points to one point. Now, Cruzito and others have asked in the chat, Bubba Joe, as an Ops 56, why should you be getting points for spending G3? Very good question, and why I bring you back to the mentality and the communication that Scopely gave us last month, which is we want to reward current progressional spending. We'll give you a little something for those of you who have stuff stashed up, which, by the way, let's not forget, that's what you guys were mad about. All the stuff you guys had saved up. You said, my G4 is worthless now. My G3 is worthless now. That's what you guys said. Now, Cruzito also says, you shouldn't get G3 in a pack. Bubba Joe, tell him how wrong he is. Hold on, I'll hit the button. Hey, Cruzito. You, you have are wrong. Just sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. Let me tell you, there were so riots. we did this once. Yeah. We did this once. We've been there, when done G5 that. Came out. Been there, done that, Cruzito. <laughs> <laughs> okay, people G5 revolted. G three in it. People yeah, exactly. went bananas. I need my G three materials. Here was Bubba Joe at Op sixty. Where's my G three materials? I've got Mayflowers to scrap. <laughs> that, got it. Op <laughs> at Op sixty. Yeah, I was asking where were my Sigma resources. <laughs> Bubba Joe here sitting up at Ops fifty. Hey, I've got I've got Mayflowers to build and scrap. Scopely, tag on it. Where's my G three materials? Now listen, you want to know something, Cruzito? Scopely agreed with you. They said there was no reason for people to sell G three materials to an Ops fifty player. Yet, the entire community revolted. Bubba Joe, true or false? That's true. That is true. In fact, 
In fact, one of the reasons that people are progressing faster through G6 and G5 than they did through G4 was because people stopped at 45 because that's when the G3 materials disappeared from the pack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, buddy, you should have <laughs> heard the VIPs. It's crazy. So then G3 came back. Then, by the way, it wasn't just in packs. There wasn't any in any events either. Their income of G3 completely stopped. Right? Well, that I don't think was ever really fixed very well. <laughs> well, you, uh, you know right. what the funny thing is? I actually agree with that decision. It shouldn't be, but it is a problem of their own making that people were unhappy with it. Mm, what do you mean? Well, so people are unhappy because they still need it in some way or feel like they need it. Okay, good. Hold on on that right there. Why? Why do people feel like they still need it? Because it gives them a lot of benefits in progression. Benefits of investing into old mechanics that mm-hmm. convert and generate into new materials, right? And that, that, is, a, that is a problem that they created. Oh, absolutely. Still I, are. I, I absolutely agree that. At a certain point, maybe not like, oh, you go go 41 or whatever, and, and you don't get any G3 anymore because that's that's a silly move. But if you go like 45, I don't think you should be getting G3 because you shouldn't need G3. Exactly. I of course, actually... that creates a lot of other problems, especially with introducing new content that might require G3 to progress through the ranks. But I feel like those are rare enough that the natural income of g3 from other ways in the game through general gameplay should compensate for that well enough that it shouldn't matter but no but you know and, what would happen Just and i would as, suggest as soon as the requirement comes up suggest, for it somebody like bubba joe is going to be miffed that they can't just buy a pack and have it you know so, but i would you, also suggest this problem started sooner than that the problem didn't start when they you know with scrapping where they you could spend your g3 to get g4 the problem started sooner than that when they made G4 impossible to progress through without scrapping. Correct. Okay. Absolutely. So That's my point. If they would have done a better job of if they would have done a better job developing the G4 environment, players wouldn't have needed G3 to supplement the G4 environment. Maybe so. But here is where we find ourselves. It's just like with Strike Team or now the multi-tiered primes. They can't be done away with. They're here. Okay? Can't get rid of it now. Bubba Joe, would this be crazy for you guys? Bubba Joe will still use G3 materials even to this day. Isn't that crazy? Why does a G5 I don't need to use them in auctions, but I do use them every month. That's right. Guys, G6 players still use G3 because it's a mechanic that Scopely has introduced to make this game uh, speedier and slightly more tolerable, slightly, slightly less intolerable is what I would say. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So just throwing that out there. So to answer that question in a long turn of form, you can't take the G3 out. Okay. Can't be done. They tried it once. We screamed and yelled. So we can't also go up by five X because look what my milestone would do. My milestone would go from 10 million 
to $16.2 million. That is also not good. And by the way, that's only changing the point values on the rare. So, Bubba Joe, what happens to somebody who can't spend rare, the amount of uncommon that they have to spend just went up exponentially, which, if I'm not mistaken, Joker, which, if I'm not mistaken, Medic, that was your point last month. The amount of uncommon that you had to spend, that's what you keep hollering at me about in the chat, the amount of uncommon that you had to spend went up exponentially because you can't spend the rare. True or false? It's true, but you can't just change the points. You got you it, Bubba Joe. The points. You have to change the points and the equation. Right? Yes, you do. That You, you cannot, it, like, the people that are like, well, just change, they're missing the point. Yes, they could do that, but the problem is, is you have to change the points and the equations that are calculating the milestones. And if Scopely is saying they will not change the equations that calculate the milestones, then this is just going to be a problem unless you change the formula. <laughs> so let's talk about that formula, okay? This is what got Bubba Joe and I to thinking. First of all, let's go back. By the way, I did see this in the chat. 100 on an uncommon to 150 rare. Goes up 50%. By the way, just throwing that out there, 20 to 30, exact same ratio. Just throwing that out there. Exact same ratio. It's 50% higher. 20 uncommon to 30 on, on G3 rare. 40 G4 uncommon to 60 G4 rare. It's the same ratio. So they here's step one. They put it back to what I asked, which was 100 to 150. Step two was remove the garbage out of the pack. Get the stuff, not, I don't mean remove the garbage, Bubba, but get rid of the stuff. Stop counting the stuff I can't spend. I should not be penalized because I can't spend Epic. On Ops 40 should not be penalized because he can't spend Rare. Get rid of the garbage. The fluff. Which is what Bubba Joe was saying. Let's focus on what we can actually spend. But we need something a little bit more universal than that, Bubba Joe. Because they're not going to say, well, on 40s, we can take out the epics. And on 42s, we're going to put the epics back in. But then on 44s, we're going to take the epics out. But on 51s, we're going to put the, the, the epics out and the rares out and just leave that. They're not going to do that. But you know what they did this month, Bubba Joe? That actually proves to me, and by the way, this is where... This is where people are going to get are going to get maybe a little fussy. The entire point of today's show was to open your guys' eyes about some objective facts. Bubba Joe and I have been working on this, and we agree on this solution. Scopely already demonstrated that they were willing to remove some fluff. They took the epics out of the equation this month, right? That is actually a step in the right direction. As much as people felt awkward about this weekend, this is a step in the right direction because they did, in fact, remove some of the stuff that you guys can't spend. So, Bubba, let's go a step further. Now, call me crazy. Call me crazy. crazy. Let's remove the rare from the equation entirely. What? Why? No. What? Well, remove the rare. You're being, 
You're being a little misleading. Okay. Nesbitt says, perfect, sold. No, here's what I'm saying. I want to remove the rare from the points calculation, a.k.a. it becomes about rare and epic being a bonus, Bubba Joe. As a matter of fact, we are still going to see rare point scoring. We're still going to see epic point scoring. But I want it to be a bonus. But, Bubba Joe, in order to do that, in order to preserve the potential that Scopely has for revenue with this model, I propose increasing the value. And when I say increasing the value, what I mean is, don't forget, Scopely's given us two to $300. Scopely's given us, no, 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 hang on, Cruzito. Hang on. You're, you're not hearing me all the way through. Okay? You're not hearing me all the way through. I am proposing that rares are not calculated as a part of the milestone. I am still saying G3 uncommon uh, through G5 uncommon, G6 uncommon, G, the rares, the epics, all of them still have points values. I'm not saying take away the points values. I'm saying remove them from the objective. The milestone. That's right. Hard, the calculation for the milestones. Here's what I think. They're giving you a couple hundred dollars worth a month worth of materials and stuff anyway. The goal is to get people to spend 100 maybe 200 bucks. okay? That's the goal. So if I'm looking at this thing, I'm going to say, well, listen, if we remove the rares from the calculation, then it's going to be easier. Hang on, Spectre. It's going to be easier for people to spend their uncommon, rare, and epic to finish the milestone with less spend. So certainly is right. The milestones would actually decrease even though I increase the value. I.e., we see 50 shards right now at my level for 10 million points. See right here, pack multiplier, two. Okay? That's the equivalent. $200 for half an unlock. 10.1 million. If I change this to use uncommon only, but I increase it to five packs, but only worth of uncommon. Then we get a slightly lower milestone without needing to change points. You guys can still do it with uncommon, but what happens, Bubba Joe, if we do it with rare and epic, we can actually feel the bonus. We can actually feel the incentive. We can actually feel the speed along because we're using something that is considered fluff in my eyes from this pack. Not only that, Bubba Joe, but I am going to stay true to form in that I don't think rares should be four times that of epics or four times that of uncommons. As a matter of fact, I will concede to 2.5x with you. That's it. It was 1.5x before. I'll give you an extra 100%. That's as far as I'm going. I'll go 2.5x. Because, why, Bubba Joe? I'm actually removing the rare from the objective. Meaning, you can now do this entire event on Uncommon. So the rare just makes it go faster. The rare makes it well, easier. Well, yes. Well, okay. But, so, the reason that I think it still needs to go up. And I think 2.5 is... I think three is better. 2.5 might work. 
But the reason is, is the same problem we talked about in the first segment of the show, that I can spend thousands of rares, or I spend thousands of uncommons and hundreds of rares, right? And the same thing exists when you're looking at ship components, right? When same thing you're mm-hmm. looking at when you're looking at buildings, right? So you have this problem of I go from being able to spend thousands of something to hundreds of something, which means that, yes, I can do it with rares. And yes, rares is a bonus. But even at two and a half times, you may find yourself getting 100,000 points for component X and only 35 or 40,000 points for component X plus one. I could I could be convinced to investigate that further, but I'm also trying to keep. But I do think that this is better. I'm trying to keep it simple and I'm trying to work. It's better. I'm trying to work within the constraints that, that I'm being told that I can work within as well. So rip, uh, we are going to have to take another break here in a minute, but that's fine. I would like to hear in like two minutes or less. Why do you not think that's better? I, I, let let me rephrase because I know that there's still going to be a pain point. There's still going to be an area where common is a thing, like, right, Ops 40, Ops 50, there are still going to be pain points it, it, here it, for these guys. Ignoring, ignoring that fact that common is a thing, there are a lot of places where the rare component is a fundamental part of their cost game design production across levels. If you look at, like, a lot of the high ops levels, you will find that most buildings actually all require, through all levels, in the high ops levels, Rare. Lots of rare. Yeah. Alongside uncommon. So you can you you cannot justify making the rare part a bonus because it is a fundamental component of their cost design. Are it there, just doesn't are work. there buildings at some but, point that don't take uncommon? Yes. Yes. There and are certain buildings, certain buildings that, take, that just take rare. And by the time they but by the time they get there. How many rare are they still taking? It's a lot, right? No, no, that's so. Go back and look at the charts I, I sent you, or actually the table I sent you that ta- that takes you from forty two down up to I think fifty nine or whatever I did. Okay, and so it goes from six thousand uncommon to five hundred rare, and that happens at like forty four. So you, you also have you also you also have. Hang uh, on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, so let me let me. And so, and then it stays at rare for a little bit, and then it goes back to uncommon. And then in the late 40s, it's uncommon and rare. And that's the point that Ripper is bringing out, is that, hey, in order to do this building, I have to do uncommon and rare. That makes this event potentially a lot easier for that ops player than an ops player that's struggling through 44, 45, where they can only spend a few hundred rare. Now... I'm not overly upset at making a couple of ops levels a lot easier than it is today. I'm not going to lose any sleep over that whatsoever. But it's but a lot of ops levels at this point. It's really not. It's it's like 48, 49, 58, 59. Like it's yes, it is the is the people at the very late stages of a generation are going to have this benefit. Well, is it a benefit I mean, if they that, can't that spend that the uncommon? Everything that ignores everything else. I have not looked through the research. Well, and, and that's, that and that's another up. wild card because nobody um, is ever caught up with research. There's so no, much and th- research. That, that, is, that is the most important point you have to take into consideration in all of this. You cannot just go like, okay, you have this amount of 
materials that you get, whatever rarity it might be, multiply that by X amount of points and, and just set that as a milestone. That doesn't work. It well, is so also not. That, it is also not well, that, enough to just look at. Oh, these are the buildings that you have, and this is the distribution. I agree of, of with you to a materials. certain extent, but Scopely has already said like that ain't changing. I, They're looking I at know, a pack. I know. I know what Scopely said, and you know the 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 thing is sometimes you just have to be like, okay, you you present a well thought out idea with, you know, for like, okay, this is how that's gonna go. Why a lot of companies do tend to run some experience at some points. The, the most important factor that also in this particular instance, like this month, should have happened is communication. Being like, okay, we know we are in a, in a like, you know, there's there's a bit of bad reception, bad perception from the player base on, on these particular parts of, of our game design in, in this particular instance, SMS milestones and cost for these these events. We are going to run a certain set of experiments we are not going with any particular one or not fixed on any particular one, but we're going to run some experiments. So you will see a lot of different kinds of things happening over the next two or three months. And, and then we'll, we'll figure out where we are actually going to go. That is a upfront communication of what you are about to do, not past communication. Okay. That's what we've done. We have, we have seen you are, you're not happy with this. So we're going to make changes. It's like, okay, we have see, we, we know this is not ideal. We want to do something else. We are going to run experiments. So not like okay, we got going to change something. It's like, <laughs> oh, fair enough. This didn't go over well. Oopsie. It's like, well, hey, we know this might be a thing. We are going to experiment. Let me just go ahead and tell you and find a good balance of where I, we want to go and what makes the player base. I wish sort of mostly happy. I wish that Echo would come out and say that you guys are going to have to settle for me. This is 1000% a series of mathematical experimentations, ideas that are being tossed around. The simple fact that they are willing to come to us, Bubba Joe and myself and say, "Hey, okay, maybe this wasn't the best thing to do." Can we come up with another model? All right. I'm here to tell you right yeah, here and now. Maybe Echo didn't say it publicly because it's a small effort. It's a small stage. It's a small group of people that, that might have the opportunity to influence something like this. But I'm here to tell you what you see right now is not likely to be the, the permanent thing. Now, are we going to see this problem magically fixed in two or three weeks, Bubba? Probably not. Are we going to see a revision? Probably. Is it going to be perfect? No. Is it going to be perfect for two or three or four or six months? Probably not because they are so conservative when it comes to making changes. But the simple fact that they come out and say, okay, DJ, here's what we're willing to change. Here's what we're not willing to change. Make me a pitch. Okay? No, I'm, the- not, I'm not asking, like, I'm not saying that they should go like, hey, we want, we want your ideas. I, I want them to be like, okay, we are going to run experiments. We want to get feedback on what has actually happened that we are about to do up front. It's like, this is going to happen because that changes the narrative from being like, players feel like scopely doing bad things to, hey, they want to find something that works for the majority of us and finds a good balance between making achieving their goals while also making us the happiest. 
the 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 concept of like oh let's just ask them like how do how do we design like a a a an event that is designed to to generate monetization is a bad idea because players will always tend to give ideas that will not generate revenue at all which is why so echo that's, doesn't that's come to the general population entirely for wrong that. concept but you have to change the narrative from they do something just out of the blue nobody knows why nobody knows what the idea is and and that generating bad feedback well, and just outrage to hey they're experimenting they want to find something that works for us that is a you know changing the mindset and the approach i don't disagree communication i don't disagree and in any way shape also or form. just being bold in in trying very very different things hey that might the community is going to say that this was very bold just in the wrong direction okay you should have seen I don't, the I don't pitchforks think, I don't and the fires this, i don't think this was bold at all <laughs> well, then you missed out on the fires in Discord last month. No, okay. I, 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 I may have seen some fires. I'm probably not have seen both. I don't think this is bold at all. But, Fair. you know, the, my, my main point is like having upfront communication, not having these, okay, we have these fixed strict requirements when we are trying to experiment finding something that works. That That is just, that is not how you experiment in finding something that works. You have to be willing to ignore all your current fixed criteria and all your constraints based on, on your box to actually find something that works. Because a lot of the times, the things that actually work and work the best are not in your box, not in your constraints. And that's when you go and experiment. Be upfront with the communication with your players. Because I that changes the narrative. All right, we're out and of time. that's the important thing. I'm Changing sorry, I'm not trying to cut you off, but I told you two minutes, no, seven fine. minutes I, ago. I, I All right. know. <laughs> I, I, I literally, know. and I'm out of snooze buttons, so we're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to give you mine and Bubba's proposition. We're going to see what Ripper thinks about it, uh, and we're going to look at it from a two-decade uh, perspective, all the way down from Ops 34, <clears throat> all the way up through Ops 56. We're going to see what it looks like and how it may affect you if... I got to run the world, all right? Uh, we're going to take a very quick break. When we return, more from Talking Trek, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return right after these words. Don't go anywhere. Yo, what's up, Commanders? Great news about PvPTarget.com. You've known for a while that it exists and has some great reference tools regarding PvP banding and common crew loadouts, but they've recently launched brand new tools on the site, including a brand new cargo calculator page as well. This isn't your typical max cargo style calculator, but a brand new, unique tool that identifies the timer until you go over cargo. The game timer might tell you how long to zero the node, but how long until your miner is at risk? You can find out now by using the brand spanking new cargo calculator at pvptarget.com. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give Buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call. 678-226-1994. Visit them online at musgrovetrialfirm.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Strangler Jeans, guaranteed to be the absolute tightest jeans you've ever tried to wear. Introducing the all-new George Santos credit card. The work I've done in this body, I am proud of. Earn cash back when using the George Santos credit card at your favorite places, such as the Botox Clinic. I can't say the same thing about some of my colleagues. And double your cash back with online purchases, like a subscription to your favorite OnlyFans performer. Which one is it? Oh, yeah. Just link your card directly to campaign funds. I mean, your bank account to access them. 
It's simple, easy, and will absolutely fill your pockets. People in this town will hurt people a whole lot so they can benefit. The George Santos Credit Card. For all your truly unique cash back options. This is your time. Hey, self-checkout machine. I hope there's no hard feelings about me taking over. This is just typical, isn't it? I'm not following. What do you mean? It's just like humans to be taking our jobs. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out, pal. You took my job first. It isn't my fault you suck so much that you had to be replaced by self-checkout machines. Oh, yeah? Well, I don't constantly malfunction. Then tell a customer to wait for a store associate to come over, buddy. You humans can't even scan and place things in the bagging area properly. You're all dumb. Well, at least I have arms, pal. Take this. No. Stop it. That hurts. It's my job. I have rights to. I'll scan the packages. people in our live studio audience here and uh, we're still about uh, 15 16 seconds Bubba Joe from the twitch audience returning to our broadcast uh, for those of you who are curious about why we're, we're timing everything out it's it's the challenges of a simulcast all right when you're doing a simulcast you've got more than one clock you got to watch um, like when we were doing just the podcast we would just I mean I had a clock but I pretty much ignored it, right? <laughs> I pretty much did whatever I want, which is how we ended up with four-hour shows, Bubba Joe. But uh, Twitch is is much more uh, strict with that stuff. Like, we have to take so many uh, minutes per hour. I know, Griffin says, stop apologizing for the ads. I, uh, I understand the confusion at the structure of the show having to be... Uh, such that we take breaks at certain times. It's the nature of a simulcast. Anybody who has ever worked in TV, film, or radio knows that simulcasting is a whole different beast. So, um, yeah, in other words, Mimi, you're right. Ads are here. Get used to it. Actually, I told you, I might not keep them. I might not keep them uh, forever <clears throat> because, like I said, they offered me a flat, which we're going to turn into, co- into uh, uh, pr- pr- prize pack money. Wolfwood says soon everything will be Twitch. I'm like, no, what? We still do the do the podcast is still like the biggest thing. And we do it. I mean, right now I'm doing a podcast. See? See? Uh, Joker says, I thought the ads were to pay off your giving. That's what I'm saying. They offered a flat. I mean, it was crazy not to take it. Um, it was crazy not to take it because like it was just free money. So I'm going to use that to, to help pay for, for all the stuff that we've been doing. I gave away $1,000 worth of battle passes last month, Bubba Joe. It's crazy. Like, you know, for the record, by the way, that was Bubba Joe's idea. And when Trader heard that idea, she said, 
I think this is not a good idea. <laughs> I remember. What are you talking about? It's a great idea. <laughs> because you didn't pay for it. <laughs> but I remember, Trader, you said on the first show, you were like, I don't think this is a great idea. Didn't you? I did. I did. I was imagining keeping track of all of that stuff. and Well, to be yeah. clear... I think that Trader didn't like the idea of you tracking the number of battle passes you had to give away in random pictures posted in our <laughs> contributors chat. That was the bad idea. Listen, very, very true. It was okay. It was a very expensive promotion. It was a very expensive promotion that Bubba Joe got me to do. Okay. So it, he's the one you can thank for 48 battle passes last month. Thank you, Vic. He said, if the ads allow you to give more packs, it's fine by me. It's a great idea. I mean, here's the thing. We're taking a break anyway. Like, we're taking a break on the podcast just because I got to pee sometimes or I got to get a drink, okay? So it's just, it's the same time, which is the simulcast. It just works out fine that way. And I forgot to drink while we were on commercial break because I was fighting with people in the chat. That's right. Or putting out, putting out studio fires. Had to do that uh, a couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, my studio caught on fire fixed it we told you it would didn't we yeah but it wasn't from anything over here it was the heater and a bag of trash uh-huh. no it wasn't anything to do with the computer predicted that your heater was going to start something on fire it was the heater yes the heater <laughs> caught a bag of trash on fire anyway uh-huh. all right baba joe here's here's what i want to get into because I, I don't want to be out here forever and uh what the seahawks are playing how are they doing by the way how's my boy how's gino how's gino uh gino was injured and didn't play at all today that makes me he sad. injured his groin on Friday. <laughs> I know what that's like. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I don't. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I don't. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Stop with the terrible buttons. <laughs> Your buttons are bad. Oh. Yeah groin injury don't remember what that's like <laughs> don't think that's the kind of injury he had anyway uh, <laughs> anyway oh my god i have such a terrible stupid news story i told bubba joe before the show i said i have i have it might be guys the worst stupid news joke i have ever told as in like the dirtiest most foul anything trader that has ever come up in my head I told Bubba, this is what I, this is what I wrote to Bubba. Hold on. I'm going to read it to you. Uh, <laughs> I said, where is it? Where is it, Bubba? Where did I, where did I put it here? I don't okay. know. You didn't share it with me. I, no, I, I didn't you. share it with you because I'm pretty sure you would blush even reading it. I said, I have a... I t- would- and, and I would tell you not to do it. I know. That's why I didn't even bother setting it. I said, I have a terrible, terrible joke. I mean, it's really effing bad, but it's so good. I guess the fact that I've even said this much means that I should not read it. Daggone it. It's so good. <laughs> no, guys, that it is, it is such a terrible joke. I was in a very, very dark place when I wrote it. It's a horrible joke. All right. I don't even want to. I don't even want to text it. Should we do an update since Trader is here? Should we let wait, Trader when did you, read? When did you write this? 
earlier today. Should we let, hold on. Oh my God. Should we let Ripper read it? <laughs> no, it's still bad. So it's still so I'm bad. I'm happy to read it. Send it to me now. I'm going to read it. This DJ. is a children's DJ. show. It's fine. DJ. Yes. Um, <laughs> Let's take a break here. Just a second. Trader. Yes. Did you see that the Minnesota Vikings scored three whole points in their game today? <laughs> Hold on. Don't I guess. talk to me about that. <laughs> Hang on. Oh. Not yet, DJ. He's not done. Luckily, they were playing the Raiders, so they won. No uh -huh. way. Three to three nothing. Zero. Three to nothing yep. was the score. <laughs> yep. God, my team wow. sucks. What a terrible display you of athleticism. How can you be upset about winning? I would be upset about oh, that. God. A loser beating a loser does not make you a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, you did get the dub. Dubs in chat for Traders Vikings, please. Dubs in chat, please. Uh, yeah. Uh, can you give Trader her dubs in chat, please? Thank you. There you go. You got dubs in chat. <laughs> I, listen, DJ, I'm happy to read whatever you have. I'm playing a very cute game right now, so you know those two things. Those two things won't go together. All right, no. Uh, we'll, we'll have no, it's good. Let's go. No. You know, we have to. We have to find the balance. You know, you, one extreme and the other extreme. You know, that's how that works. <laughs> no, this is a children's program. Uh, it's a terrible joke. Anyway, okay, back to mayhem, uh, milestone mayhem mania. All right, milestone mayhem mania. Uh, Bubba Joe. And I came up with the idea that uh, that this simply would just be a good, rational next step. Okay, this is a good, rational next step. I know, Ripper, that you might not like the idea because of rares being such a cornerstone fundamental problem. But at least with this particular format, you are further reducing the objective, meaning that if you do spend rares, it just moves you along faster. And if you do want to do it, like Medic has said, like uh, Joker has said, they want to do it with uncommons, then they can still do it. But, Bubba, there is a small sacrifice. All right? The small sacrifice is for the player who only spends uncommon. And this is... This is what's so vitally important. One of the non-starters, Bubba Joe, which I know I've shared with you, one of the non-starters community, they are not going to give you equal points value on previous generational content. I told you that last month, okay? I told you last month that it was intended that they wanted to offer you further points Better progression for current generational stuff. Meaning, if you're a G4 player, you're not going to get equal G4 uncommon and G3 uncommon points. Not happening. Non-starter. Okay? And by the way, what you're talking about right now, certainly, says not equal but not atrocious, it's double. G3 uncommon's worth 20. G4 uncommon's worth 40. Okay? Baba Joe and I kind of agree that that's not a terrible balance. Okay, I agree that there needs to be some point value for catch-up because a lot of us use it. Heck, Bubba Joe uses it for scrapping. A lot of G4 players doing it with research because very few players are fully caught up with their research. Now, Benny Hill says, what about the G3 folks? That is what I like about this model. Let's take a look at Ops 34. 
okay? We're going to come to Ops 34. Here we go. So this is what Ops 34 looks like right now. 385,200, okay? Because it is also requiring the calculation of 174,000 points worth of rare, okay? If we increase that uncommon just a little bit, but eliminate the rare, their new milestone would be 264 for a net reduction of 120,000 points, okay? Medic, what that basically means for you, 120,000 points is what? 12,000, no, 6,000 less materials that you're going to spend, okay? This will allow you and almost require, now hear me G3 only, this will, re, this will incentivize the use of rare, but not force it. Does that make sense? You can still do it with uncommons because the milestone is going to get lowered. But if you do it with rares, then you actually get better value. Think of them like bonus points on an exam, Bubba Joe. Okay? They're basing the, 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 the exam off of 264,000 points, of which that's uncommon. By the way, that equals 5,280 uncommon. That sounds like a lot, right, Medic? For an Ops 34, 5,280 uncommon seems like a lot. But that's it. That's all it is. 5,280 G3 Uncommon, of which you could reduce that number further by spending rares. Now, for an Ops 34, 5,000 materials is not exactly small. That is still a decent amount of progression, Bubba Joe. But that is what is sourced in the game. It's what's sourced in packs. And it uses a reduced milestone model that offers bonus points for rare. I don't, if you are going, if Scopely is going to insist that milestone objectives are based on packs, I don't know how this actually does better. Vic says, low 40s, screwed. Okay, let's take a look at Ops 41. Here you go, Ops 41. Your current milestone was 4.5 million based on the uncommons and the rares that you had to do. How about this? Under mine and Bubba Joe's new joint Senate proposal, <laughs> I like saying stuff like that. Uh, under our new proposal, your milestone would drop half a million points to 3.9 million. Yet you could still score points by using rares if you could. And by right. the way, that, that's so not just that's not just G four rare. That's G three rare too. Yeah. So this is my plan. And Bubba Joe and I had a long conversation. What we what we discussed before this. As a matter of fact, full transparency. Bubba Joe didn't want to discuss this topic today. He said, "You're going to poke the bear. Everybody's going to be mad. Like this is." This is just not good. And I said, that's even more important. We have to find out why it's not good. We have to find out how to make it better while working within what Scopely is willing to do. This checks the boxes 
I know, Vic. He says, we're always mad, though. Cruzito says, now do the SLBs. Well, the SLBs are going to have the same points, and, and sorry, Bubba Joe had that one right. G6 and G5 are just, they're hooking up. They're shacking up for a while. I know that I, I, know that I was told that they were going to maybe, maybe try to do that sooner than later, but, but upon further discussion and analysis, I don't see it happening. Sorry, G5. That's the way it is. Okay? As in, as in maybe, let me ask this question. All right, now I know, I know. No, you didn't get lied to. They never said they were gonna. They told me that they were that they were looking at it. I actually thought that they were gonna do it. Uh, but Bubba Joe, cha- hey, listen, Bubba Joe told you the minute I said it, he told me I was wrong. Bubba Joe knows better than I do on that. Okay, hey, listen, you can't say you got lied to because Bubba Joe said literally about twelve seconds after I said what I said, he told Bubba Joe or, or Bubba Joe told y'all. Ain't going to happen. Ain't nobody lied to you up in here, up in here. Okay? <laughs> the solo leaderboards, it's, it's what it's going to be. Now, certainly says they shouldn't expect G5 to spend for the solo leaderboard. Guess what? I don't anyway. I usually look at the solo milestone, and then, again, I'll look and see where I fall. But traditionally, being a G5 player, especially on the lower end of the G5 spectrum, I have not ever placed wire speed says for g5 there's not winning a g5 leaderboard until they split it guess what if you were a lower g5 there was still not winning a g5 leaderboard if you had upper g5s in it i mean that bracket has always sucked well that that has always sucked so dj before g6 launched there were i'm gonna say roughly four or five hundred players that couldn't spend without doing something absolutely heroic, right? Getting a third enterprise D or something ridiculous like that. Right. So there was an opportunity when players were squished up against op 60, where other G five players could compete in these leaderboards because the highest tier of those players literally had nothing to spend on. Which is crazy because I still got stomped in every single leaderboard I ever participated in, which is why. I yeah, kinda... but Jonathan Ingram is doing <laughs> stupid things every month. So, I mean, that's. Well, that's the point. I mean... I mean, every server has got somebody doing something stupid somewhere. I mean, guys, that's just it. Like, I have said this before. I maintain it. I'm not coming off of it. Leaderboards are spent. If you get but... a little something out of it, that should be gravy. All right. If you get something out of it without aggressively trying to spend for that thing, then that's your cherry on top. All right. Free to play, so, but should not be counting on leaderboards for sourcing. Just saying. There, there is a difference though, DJ, because we I talk about Jonathan. I love Jonathan. He's awesome. He and I talk about a lot of different things. He was the one, maybe there was a second, but I'm betting it was usually him and then there was a break between him and everyone. Oh, sure. Hundreds of millions of points every single weekend. Because he can. Right. Why so, not? But, right, right. Right. So there's maybe one or maybe two players like that on a server. So maybe first is out of reach, mm-hmm. but second through everything else wasn't. And so now, though, every G6 player is at the top of their leaderboard because their ability to score is so much greater than that of a G5 player. Oh, I All get the it. G5 players that are complaining are correct. The G6 players, anyone who's traversed to G6 in their in their server, 
is there is a break point. You can go look at the leaderboards and go 100 million, 100 million, 100 million, 30 million. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the 100 millions are all G6 players. Oh, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just simply telling you that has never been an area that I was like super focused on because I've never done well in those things. And Scopely has said, Bubba, you told the people, don't be tucking tail on me today. You told the people it wasn't going to change. Scopely has backed you up. It ain't changing. It, and I, I agree. I don't believe it's going to change because I've been through now. This is the third generation that mm -hmm. they've launched yeah. and it has never changed quickly. So I don't believe it is going to change, but I do acknowledge and, and respect and acknowledge the point that it is not fair for the G5 players, which sure. is the same argument for the G4 players and the G3 players that were lumped in with the G4 brackets when G4 launched. Yeah, I agree. It has always been that way. Unfortunately. And and so uh, Benny Hill says, or uh, Simpy says, are you saying that they're never going to separate them? No, they're not. I'm not saying that they're never going to, but they ain't doing it right now. Okay. So yes, G5 and G6 joint leaderboards will continue for the time being. Um, I don't like it any more than anybody else does. But again, my focus has always been on the milestone. I, I've always looked at leaderboards as spenders things, and I don't really get involved with those. So, you know, hey, G5, Look at your milestone. That's why the milestone is so freaking important. The way I've looked at this, guys, is that the milestone has always ever been my only viable source of sourcing. Source of sourcing? It's the only method. I know. I did say that, Nesbitt. But in fairness, Bubba Joe said right after me that it wasn't going to. I was wrong. I was wrong. I get to hit the button. I get to hit the button, Bubba Joe. You, you have are wrong. Just sit down and be wrong. You are wrong. Sorry. So that is why I am so focused on this SMS. Okay. I am so, so focused on this SMS because for a lot of us, especially G5, this is it. This is our sourcing. Okay. So we got to get it right. We have to get it right. And I want it to be good for everybody. So let's continue on. I talked about the Ops 41. Ops 41? Cool. Uh, what about Ops 49? That's where a lot of people like to camp. Ops 49, Bubba Joe. Current milestone, 4.595 million. Under mine and Bubba Joe's new joint Senate proposal, it'll drop you to 3.9 million. Ops 39. Ops 39, your current milestone is 399,000. Under my new plan, drops to 270000 okay? And by the way, I am also proposing across all brackets that the rare component, Bubba Joe, go to 2.5x instead of 1.5x, which Bubba Joe and I uh, agreed on, okay? To increase it to 2.5x uncommon as compared to 1.5x, okay? Now, uh... Mrs. Uh, Mr. Sandman, I like that question. Give me a second. I'm going to come back to it, okay? Because I like that question, and I want to answer it. But give me a second. I'm not quite done here yet. All right? So, Ops 39, there you go. Ops 35, we did that one. 388,000 points is now. You'd be 265. Ops 50, here's a good one, Bubba Joe, because we're worried about that rare thing. Except, look, what's really odd is that Ops 50 doesn't get G5 Uncommon. That's actually really weird to me because I'm going to show you one ops level here in a moment that my plan doesn't work for, and I'm going to have to do some extra thoughts. 
Okay, or you guys just don't stay there. <laughs> All right, that's right, Grungandola. Ops 50 is still considered G4, which is a good thing. It's a good thing because Ops 50 doesn't get uncommon in their packs. So their milestone was 4.623 million. Under the new plan, 4.02 million. It is still a reduction, Bubba Joe. All right, because there's no new economy in there. Let's take a look at Ops 51. Same thing. Still at Ops 51, not getting G5 Uncommon in their packs. At Ops 52, it turns into that way. But then they're also starting to get rare, so my model still works. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, there is one Ops level between 34 and 60 in which my plan doesn't work. I wonder if anybody can guess what it is because it's actually an ops level that we've complained about for years. Anybody got an idea? <laughs> ops 14. No, it's actually ops 40. Ops 40, everybody. Take a look here. Ops 40 does in fact, nope, 39 is good, Wolfwood. I just did it. Ops 39 is good. Right here is ops 39 right here. 399,000 would drop to 270,000. This, by the way, is using a formula. Okay, I'm using a formula across all these, so that's why I know it works. Ops 40, though. Here's what's wrong with Ops 40. Ops 40 gets G4 Uncommon, Bubba Joe, but doesn't get any rare. The heck? That is the weirdest. And, and, and by the way, I know that we've known this for a while. I've known we, we've known this for a while, okay? But... I didn't realize how blatant it was, okay? Because, by the way, I want you to look at Ops 40, Bubba Joe. They get 12,300 G4 Uncommon. Let's look at Ops 50. 12,500 G4 Uncommon. The variance for an entire decade of Ops levels is 200 of each Uncommon. Is that not wild? That, I mean, and by the way, I'm not suggesting that they really fix or change that because really, Ops 40 is getting a humongous benefit that they probably shouldn't have, to be perfectly honest with you. But it is what it is. Can't take it out now. Okay? I mean, it is what it is. It's been this way for years. So here's why it doesn't work, Bubba Joe. Ops 40, because they don't get rare, and they do get uncommon, under my new plan, Ops 40's milestone would actually go up 600,000 points. <laughs> so, we got two solutions. One, don't ever stay at 40. Go from 39 to 41. Don't, don't, don't. Listen, we've all talked about that there's a couple of Ops levels that are just bad. Because I'm here to tell you, Bubba Joe, if we give them this plan, and they say okay, they're not going to they're not going to make ops level exceptions. They've already told me that. They're not designing this with different mathematical objectives per different ops level. Not only that, well, but but live ops doesn't have anything to do with the pack contents. That all comes from game design. So, if game design ain't going to change it, live ops ain't going to be able to change it. We've got a problem with ops 40. And to be fair, just to, to what we have said for the last four years, 
is that Ops 40 is a wasteland. It is terrible. Do not stay at Ops 40. Do not. 39 to 41. Do not. 39 to 41. Now, but how many people, how many people, if they took my plan, our plan, Bubba, they took our plan, how many people out there would suddenly come out of the woodwork and want to just string us up by our toenails if they were Ops 40? All of them. What do you say to them? Too bad, so sad. There's always a kindergartner on the playground. Join the fifth grade. What do you do? What do you say? Move up to 41? Your fault? How do we do this? Because I'm here to tell you, me personally, I am not offended by this plan. If this plan works for every single ops level in the game except for ops 40, that is still a good plan to me. I'm sorry, Ops 40, but if this solves the problem for everybody except for you, then just get, move, move. Ops 40 is a wasteland. Mm. It's been a wasteland forever. It's been a wasteland. Mm. Benny Hill says it's a great idea. Do events, do a speed to Ops 41. Do events that encourage folks to move to 41. That's a great idea. That's a very wise idea. Something we got to do something there, okay? Because Ops 40 <laughs> is a broken Ops level as far as I'm concerned with their packs, all right? But even gameplay, Bubba Joe has said it for years. Ops 40 is a wasteland. It's terrible, okay? It's an absolute terrible spot to be, has been, and will forever be. So don't do that. Go from 39 to 41. Quit sitting at 40. It's a bad idea. That being said, that's the only ops level, Bubba Joe, in which this plan doesn't work. So now I want to come back. I want to circle back. I have, I I have, a, I have a very important question. I, yeah, I was getting ready to say, I want to come to Ripper and Bubba for, for closing thoughts. Um, Ripper, you go first. Why do you not like my plan? And what's your question? No, no, no. I, I'm just going to open this with one question. How do you quantify it works for every ops level? Because you say your plan works for every ops level. Yes. How do you quantify that? Because it, well, re it results in a reduction of uncommon spend while not penalizing overly a previous generational rare spend. Okay. Okay. And I don't, I don't think that is uh, a metric that works for your plan works. We clearly, Scopely, like Scopely changed something because they were unhappy with the results they were getting. Right. This is still in the middle. This is still a middle ground here. No, I'm, I'm just saying they made they they started making changes because something wasn't working in their opinion or like in their from their perspective it wasn't working for them. Mm -hmm. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't change something. Agreed. So, what is the like? How do you quantify that your plan works for what Scopely wants and for what the players want? I I, f I feel like that's a that's a thing you cannot really answer. So yeah, no, I can. I can. Also, also, I would like I would like to say that you know, I, I it's a very surprise appearance today for me. Kind of didn't you know unexpected. I didn't expect me to be here. It's always a pleasure when you stop by. Well, that might stop fairly soon, but you know, we'll I see. know, I know. Um. 
And and whatever I say, my, my you know, so my, might upset some people sometimes. Um, you know, when I go and say like, you know, if 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 players feel bad, whatever you do, your idea was bad. That doesn't mean you are bad. It's just you were off, and you should take that into consideration for whatever you do next. You know, agreed. Grow and and learn. Hey, I I work with people that we we have done things that turned out to be very far from what people liked. And then you just hard pivot into something entirely different. Um, but you have to be willing to make that investment in, in pivoting. With regards um, to the communication piece of this, I'm here to tell you, and, and again, people can believe or not believe, Scopely is pivoting. They are having a conversation about this. They're not going quite as drastic as I would have liked. They're not going quite as drastic as what Bubba would have so, liked. But they are. Now, it would be nice for them to tell you those things. Okay, I agree. But the simple fact that no, Scopely hasn't told just, me to sit down and be quiet is... And, and the fact that we have now seen three different versions of this inside the last five weeks. That in yeah, and so, of itself so, proves that they're willing to reiterate. And, and, th and that's good to see. My, my, my point is not like in, in them going being upfront and, hey, we are, we, are, we are experimenting with certain things is... Is is not that it is nice to hear from me. It is just because I I personally have zero investment and I actually don't care because it doesn't affect me one bit, n none of it, like not in the slightest. Um, it is just you have to communicate to not get bad reactions from 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 your customer base, right? Sure. And that's just I mean it has gotten better, but it is. A lot of the time, still very much re feels like reactive communication instead of proactive communication. Sure, I agree with um, that. Which is something that should change. Um, in, in when we come to like SMS scoring for these types of things, I don't think the and and I know that you have said some of the constraints that you were given. I think you should throw them out the window entirely. Because if you if you I don't are get to make that to decision, Rip. I don't get I, I to make that decision. But I'm, I'm and, just, and, and, I'm just and trying so to make... I, I get it. I hear I'm, what you're saying, but I, I got I to stop you right there, okay? This is exactly what I had to say to the community a little bit ago. Like, I can, I can stamp my feet and yell and scream and, and do all these things, okay? I can do all that. I can go back to them with ideas that they're not going to do. I can go back to them with suggestions that they are not going to do. And I am 0% effective. You know, you guys have observed this and about me. And that is me. fine. But so, so if we, if we are... Like so, so my my ideal solution for this would go very much against whatever constraints you were given. Um, if we are going with the constraints that you were given, I do not think that there is a way to come to a point that works for both sides in a satisfactory manner. It just it just fundamentally doesn't exist with the way the cost is designed across the entire level of of. Uh, how that game works. It just doesn't. There's too much variability in, in how the cost is distributed across certain levels and the potential of spend. That just doesn't really work. And, and a lot of things that you thought about also ignore a lot of factors. You still have to take into account the, the ships that players have the access to you also need to be more data driven in the sense of 
you have to look at, okay, what is the historic distribution of levels and spent per ship at a certain ops level to determine what actually people are spending at a certain ops level. And then limiting this to one ops level is absolutely not enough. You have to make that a tapering off from the previous levels because people are not catching up to their current ops. They're not maxing everything to their current ops and then going up. That's not mm -hmm. what happens. I agree. And then you also have to take parts of the precede, like the, the following ops level into account for the potential of spend. That that obviously becomes like a like a, a function of how you determine each ops level. That will result in very wild milestones for various ops levels. Ideally, you probably have to try out not having the lock-in of uh, milestones for a... You, or you have spent, so you're locked into that particular milestone set. So if you do go up as an ops, that your milestones do change, even though you have spent, which is a solvable problem. I know it's a tech problem, and, you know, these are always difficult, but I think that's a, it's a thing you should do. I, but it, the, I love you, buddy, and I hear everything you're saying, but it's very pie in the sky. Okay, it's not realistic. I I I'm I I know that's very pie in the sky. Yeah, okay, the so function, it doesn't it the has of no bearing. Milestones is not very high, pie It in the has sky, zero honestly. bearing it's, on what we can do about this event right here. I'm sorry, and and I mean I'm just I'm telling you. What we can do it is it is something that I think I don't know how you talk to Scopely about this particular topic. I think they should maybe try and see the bigger picture of Dude. how they actually designed their game I get and it. how that, that <laughs> I, I get to it. But rep, 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 listen to me, man. I love you to death, but that is I know. not how this works. Okay? I know. This, this is what I just said five minutes ago. I can go in there with how I want to run the game, and they're going to escort me out the building. The reason that I have success with them the reason that I have the influence that I do have with them is because I can be respectful of their boundaries that they give me. They say, hey, we're willing to consult with you on this. We're not willing to consult with you on that. So I'm not going to waste my time on that. I'm going to work within this so that I can actually affect change that they're willing to talk about. If they I, tell me I, they are not changing X, I'm not wasting my time talking about X. Simple. And I'm telling you, and I'm trying, and that I don't think you're hearing me. I'm telling you right here, you're talking about X. All right? X ain't changing. No, no, no. no. I, I, I opened up my, 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 my little, you know, two-minute conversation with, like, what I would ideally do would completely go against whatever boundaries you have set. That is something I perfectly agree with, and it is, it is part of why I, am, I made the decision of stepping away from most I get it. You, you feel the, helpless. There's a lot of things. Sure. You I feel like agree you're, with. you're frustrated because you can't do what you want within the game. And I get that. And I feel the it's, same it's way, too. It's not really what I want to do. It's just there's like to be perfectly blunt. Mm -hmm. Most of the time it is a this is what we want. We don't care what you what your opinions on this are. And we are not going to move away from this. Guess this what? They're still saying that to me. Never moves. They're still saying that to me. You can you can bring to them whatever points you want. It is just a hard line that never never moves. There's no oh hey, it's a great the idea. Ripper. Maybe we should consider Ripper. this. But 
come on, man. Listen, what I'm telling you is, yes, they have said that to me, okay? But it's not about the event as a whole. It is about their particular mechanics, their monetization, their this or that, how they're going to value an officer, blah, blah, blah. They're not changing that. But they're willing to talk to me about this. They're willing to talk to me about how to make these milestones not only feel better, but still present the reaction or the result that they want. If they came to me and said, we are absolutely, absolutely not going to do anything about this, we wouldn't be having this conversation because I'm not going to waste my time trying to come up with a solution that they're going to reject before I get to their door. I think think my point is that if 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 that is the way things are, we have to accept that there will be very unhappy people. Period. They There's will always exist. Going to they be. will never go away. There's always going to be. Nobody is ever going to be 100 percent happy with every decision no. Scopely makes. But there will be a significant portion of people that will be unhappy about this. Period. That that is just never going away with the constraints that are given. I mean, Period. typically, if I'm happy about something and Bubba's about happy about something, then it's going to cover most populace. Bubba and I don't usually see eye to eye on econ- on economy issues. All right, the fact that we I, can remove the rare from the target but still count it as bonus points doesn't hurt anybody. Like no one, zero percent. Well, except for Ops Forty, <laughs> the three people who are at Ops Forty. That's what. That's who it's going to hurt. Sorry, if Ops Fifteen through Sixty get a benefit at the sacrifice of Ops Forty. The needs of the many, baby. Okay? I'm Captain Spock on I that. I mean, we're basically stuck in like, oh, we can set X milestone for X ops level, I guess, which is fixed on ever increasing. What? The slope of, of milestones is just, you know, across the ops levels just goes up. That is one of the constraints that I understood from the discussions we had. Well, it's because it's ba- because their pack contents also go up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I would. I would. I'm actually going like I should. I would actually think based on like if you if you do the correct math, you could actually set the milestones to four extra packs. But whatever. Anyhow. All right. Um. Bubba Joe, your final thoughts. We've got four minutes left. Does this, is this better than what we've got or are we completely off the mark? I mean, I know you helped me author this, but now you've heard Ripper. Ripper's usually pretty sound when it comes to his math. He's not a fan of this plan. What do you think? Well, so this, so in terms of, is this the apex of what a spending event could be? I'm I'm not ready to say that this is the best it can be because we have our hands tied. But I think it is unquestionably better than what we have right now. And not only is it better than what we have right now, it allows players the ability to look at the milestone and go, I have the ability to spend X. Or when I get this in a pack, I can spend this. Now, again, there's an ops level that's bad. I also think that ops 50 and 51 along with 41 are going to struggle a little bit in this while it's going to be a lower milestone. Their ability to spend uncommon is much less than it is later on. 
So I think that they are going to have a little bit of more of a rough time, but they're also close enough to the previous generation that they're going to be able to spend that previous generation. And they're going to be able to spend a lot of that previous generation. So I think that, I think that this plan is probably the absolute best that it could be. I do wish that there was the ability to, as Ripper suggested, get rid of the box and come up with the ideal solution. Because I think a, an ideal solution exists. Well, you and but I talked about that last month. Both of us yep. agree that basing it on a pack shouldn't be the way that it is actually functioning. Right? As a matter yeah. of fact, I wanted to do it based on power, but y'all told me I was crazy. <laughs> I wanted to do it based on power. Bubba Joe wants to do well, it. And you know why do it. it doesn't work based on because you know, of level ones. Power I get is it. completely wrong. I know Sorry, because but. of level ones. I get it. But but then Bubba says he wants to do it based on completions of research and or buildings, which is also challenging no, depending on not, which tree you're using. Again, I want it based. So if I could do this in an ideal scenario. I would go to Scopely and say, what is it that you want a player to do? Whether they're able to save up for a couple of months and do it, or they're buying a bunch of packs to do it. What is it? What is the in-game objective you want a player to do by completing this milestone? Good. Now let's go look at all the things that they can do at their ops level. Well, that's and just let's divide it. it by that number. Well, that's just it, Bubba. Like, to be perfectly honest with you, this is just between you, me, and the fence post. They don't want, they don't give a crap how many buildings you do. They want you spending money. All right. <laughs> right. They, so don't, the they don't care is, how is much progression you this, get. They want you to buy looking, a pack. Again, so the problem is, is that they are looking at this as if it is a bank account. They are looking at this as if this is only run by the, the dollars and cents that come in. There are, sorry, hang on. There are. There should be people at Scopely that are looking at player engagement and player growth and saying, we want players to progress further in this game because at Ops 41, their potential to spend is X, but at Ops 44, their potential to spend is X times two. Or at Ops 48, their potential to spend is X times three. And so somebody at Scopely should have been smart enough five years ago to say, if we get players to go to this ops level, their potential to spend and their inclination to spend goes up. Now, does that mean a free-to-play can't do it? No, but you're going to get, as we talked about earlier in the show, if I get 90% of the way there and I have to buy a pack and that pushes me over the limit plus some, I am more inclined to do that. That's basic game uh, psychology. I, I don't disagree with any of that. But if you do it that way, then it is going to fundamentally be imbalanced with the lower ops levels. And then you're going to have people complaining about fairness there. Because going from 20 to 21 is not the same as it is going from 49 to 50. You see? So th there's problems there, too. You know? Um, I don't think that we have actually found an ideal scenario. I think if even we are struggling coming up with the perfect solution, then it's absolutely no wonder that they haven't. Because I will agree with every single one of you that we do, in fact, know this game better than most of them do. And if we are struggling to find the solution, it's no wonder they can't.
And that Mm. is why I am totally fine working within parameters because at least it means I get some say. And I want to be very, very clear. i got to take a break, but I want to wrap with that. And then on the other side of of this particular segment, we're going to come back. We're going to get ready to wrap up. And if there's anything else we need to talk about. But I want to be really, really clear. I mean, there's there's a lot of shade coming from both chats, and that's fine. And I get that and, you know, whatever. But this comes down to, just like you guys said when I was in Los Angeles, the multiple times that I've been in Los Angeles meeting with them, all right, that's because – I will work with them. Going in and talking about stuff that they've told me is not going to happen gets me nowhere. All right. I would rather be 40% effective for you guys than 0% effective. You understand what I'm saying? So that is my decision. If that makes me not the right content creator for you, then so be it. We do have to take you a very quick DJ, break. I got to take a break. Very Hang much on. respect that. Hang on, Rip. You got to take a break. For those of you on Twitch, we'll be back in just a moment. Thank you. Uh, and for those of us here in pod, we will stay. All right. So they'll get it on playback or uh, they can hang out. But Ripper, go ahead with your comments there real quick while we're down half an audience. Or you can wait two and a half minutes and we'll get our audience back. Um, oh, no, I'm just saying, you know, I, I <clears> fully agree that I, I respect that. I get why you do it. I'm a bit of a different person. Because sure. I've. I have I have opinions and thoughts, and uh, I I'm a very much a perfectionist in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all, I I mean I do get compromise. I just do not understand compromise to end up in a bad spot, and that is Listen, that is in all fairness, compromise is when both parties end up not being completely happy. I mean, truthfully, that is the definition <laughs> of compromise is that nobody is ultimately happy. And, and I get that. And, and listen, I'm certainly not alone, and I'm certainly not, uh, and you're not alone. There are a lot of people out there who feel the exact same way as you. There's people out there that feel the exact same way as me. Um, it just comes down to, you know, where can I feel effective? And have they kicked me so, I mean, have they just knocked me out yet? You know, Rip, you were involved in this program it's, a year longer than I was. So I get it when you, when, and I've been in here almost five years. The, so when you talk the, about it's time to move on, I get it. I get the, it. The, the thing is, like for me, most of the time it felt like the compromise ends up in, in them not willing to be unhappy and just making me and everyone else unhappy. That is, that is how I felt. If that is true or not, entirely different point. That is how I felt about the situation most of the time. And I and don't that think that's tiring. unfair. I think that's that. I mean, listen, you guys have heard me say I'm just pounding my head against a wall. Bubba Joe, you've heard private and, and one-on-one conversations where I'm just frustrated and I'm tired. And I don't always let the community see that. I don't always let you guys see my reactions or my feelings about things um, because – that wouldn't be fair to them <laughs> sometimes. All right. Because, I mean, I, so I, the way I look at it, man, is it, it's like I want to, I, I'm not burnt out yet. Sometimes I need to take a break. So I'm, I'm not burnt out yet. So I still feel like when there's, a, when there's places that I can do good, if there is still work that I can do that is good for the community, then I'm going to do that. But I will tell you, Rip, I, I understand what you say when you say that they 
want to be happier than we are? I don't think you're wrong. Like when we're talking about compromise there and Cruzito says they're not willing to be unhappy. I, I kind of get that sense in some cases, in some scenarios, but we also have to recognize the, the role here. Okay. Which and, is they are the know, business. They're the proprietor. They can do what they want, whether or not we like it or not should determine whether or not we engage in their services or pay for their benefits or their entertainment, but they can make whatever decision that they want. It's up to us to decide whether or not we're going to pay it or play it or not. You know, it, I, it, so we got to be I do have, mindful I do have to say of the fact they can do what they want to do. I do have to say more to this because, you know, I get as a business, I get, you know, there's a financial risk to trying new things. The thing is, sometimes it is just, you know, for me, it's also very much a, a just a, the, the technical state of things a lot of the time that gets me very frustrated because, you know, um, it shouldn't be this way. It is for various reasons. I know some of the reasons, and that's fine. And 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 this 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 whole the, the compromise thing is like it's a tiny part of you know decisions I make. Um, and and I totally get it. But you know, having worked with people that are willing to be like, okay, let's just throw everything we thought was what we wanted to do out the window and start over really does open your eyes in a lot of ways willing to just take that risk is sometimes incredibly rewarding to a company um it obviously it's a risk i get it um and i'm assuming whatever they're doing is working enough good enough for them because you know the game is still running five years now so it is clearly working so i can't i can't say that whatever they're doing is is actually bad. It might not be the best thing. It might. It, it's pr- most likely not the best thing for the player base, but it's clearly working for them. So, can I say that they are doing a bad job? Probably not. Some of the tech is fairly bad, but it's still working good enough for people to stick around. So, you know that, that that's a that's that's the success that you have to measure, right? That it is good enough to keep this running. And that's kind of where we are. And I, I'm a person, I, I want to, I want things to be better. And there's also, you know, the, the whole conflict of interest thing with my job as well. Plays part of, part into that. So it's a, it's a lot. And the, again, constraints and parameters I get um, they have shown sometimes that they're willing to do ex- actually experiment. I don't think, like at least a little bit, but I don't think even the times when they actually said, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna experiment and do something new," that was most of the time just hollow talk, and there was nothing actually new. It's my opinion that they they never actually try something really new when. Oh no, wave defense is pretty new, did. dude. Wave defense huh? is pretty awesome. I mean, that, no, that's no, pretty I'm, new. No, no, I'm not saying new things that didn't exist before. From okay, we have something, and we are trying to pivot to something new. I don't think they actually ever really changed much or tried to really experiment with anything. It is okay. This came out. This is the way it is. We we are stuck with that. 
pretty much. Any, there's no flexibility in changing anything that existed really before. Even, even changing milestones, like, that, that's not trying something new. That's just changing silly little value that doesn't really have much impact on anything. <laughs> are, are we still on the topic of the milestone, buddy? Because uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure where we're going. You know, and, and, and I, and I understand and, and respect, and, and maybe you're, are you, are you trying to say goodbye? Is that where you're going? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know I either. Sidetrack. Sorry, my brain just <laughs> I don't know either, into, man. Into, into someplace. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, it's fine. Uh, I, I just, I, I also don't know where you're going, but uh, we, we I'm, do need I'm, to get ready I'm, to wrap up, man. <laughs> I'm, I apologize that my brain just went somewhere. I, <laughs> I mean, that, no, it's fine. It's good. I love that. I actually love that about you, but I mean, I also got to rein you in. You make fun of me for going off the rails. I'm just here to tell you, Rip, that was like off the rails into the next county. All right. <laughs> uh, probably more of, a, more of a different continent, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, probably. Uh, Bubba Joe. Yeah, but five. the continents are a lot smaller over there. It's a lot easier to get to a new It one. is true. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it is Fog Monkey. That's, that's hilarious. Uh, Ma'am, this is a Wendy's drive-thru. Like, do you want fries with that or not? Uh, yeah. yeah no, I'm, I'm actually terribly <laughs> sorry. That, 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 was, that was quite rude. So, sorry, DJ. It, no, don't be sorry. It was, it's, I, I understand what you're saying. And I, and I think truthfully, I think part of you is actually trying to explain your decision to leave STFC. And I, and I, cause that's what I heard Maybe. more than anything else. I hear your frustration and I hear your, I mean, there's a lot more to it than, than just that part. You know, mm-hmm. you get 10% of the actual truth, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, no, I get that. I get that. Um, and, and I guess that's where I still have a little bit left in the gas tank, right? Not much, but a little bit, all right? And and it could, I could get to the point one day where I'm just like, you know what, I'm done. But while I am still feeling like I've got a teeny tiny little bit of good that I can do for this community, that's what keeps me going. I mean, I've said that for months, years. If, if I can go in and I can, if I can pitch this, if I can make this work, all right, and, and granted, by the way, Bubba Joe, someone told me that there was like 600 Ops 40s in the game. What was it? Oh, 6,500, says Grangondola. There's literally 6,500 players at Ops 40. What the hell are you guys doing? That should be like seven. <laughs> There's 6,500 of you all sitting in a wasteland. Come on. All right. Um, that being said, yeah, no, here it is right here. 6,500 people sitting at Ops 40. Come on now, guys. Come on! <laughs> um, but if I, if I can do something that, that is going to work, that's going to do good for the majority of people in this game, and I got to, and, and Cruzito, maybe it is. Maybe it is a Band-Aid. But Band-Aids still, still help, right? Band-Aids still help. All right? Is it a cure to the problem? No. Are they letting me solve that problem right now? No, also, no. Okay, but this, listen, how many of you guys out there are going to tell me that this doesn't look better to you? If Bubba Joe thinks it looks better and I think it looks better, then it's probably better. It I mean, does I'm not, look I'm not, better. I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm just saying it's probably better. No, it is, it is better. No, no argument against that. But there would be potentially something better if... 
constraints didn't exist. I get it, but constraints will always exist. So, Bubba Joe, final thoughts, please. So what if my last final thoughts did you guys actually hear? I don't know, because Ripper took us over to Kansas, and, and then I got lost on the way to Albuquerque. So, well, <laughs> so you came to me, and I spoke for about I spoke for about six minutes. Did you not hear any of that? No. Wait, what? We didn't. No, we didn't get didn't. any of you. Wait, where were you? <laughs> Nothing. You weren't coming through at all. Were you silenced? <clears throat> no, oh. I was. I I was speaking, and when I got done speaking, and no one set was saying anything, I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and like, my phone didn't say I'd lost connection or anything. So. We Wait, didn't hear anything. We so. got nothing. Look, Steven Jerry said nothing. Benny Hill said nothing. Vic Nice just says Bubba Joe snoozed himself. Uh, we got nothing, man. We got nothing from you. All right. So, <laughs> so let me let me get back to the point of so as Ripper was suggesting, is oh. this the ideal solution? And I think the answer to that is clearly no. Right. I think the ideal solution is going to be difficult. And it's not one that they're willing to consider at this point. Maybe they will at some point in the future, mm -hmm. but today it is not something they're willing to consider. Fine. Do I think that the solution that you and I have come up with is better? I don't. I think it is unequivocally better. And like you said, there's one ops level that's going to take a hit. Get out of that ops level. Like that's my response. <laughs> is to that the appropriate thing to say, though, Bubba? We wouldn't normally say that to somebody. Like, oh, if you're ops forty, too bad, no, so sad. I have said that. <laughs> I have said that for four years. I am consistent. That's in true. I get out of that ops. Ops forty is terrible. So, yeah, get get out of ops forty. <laughs> but I get it. Okay, I wish they would make an exception. Fine, if that's not willing, something they were willing to do. I, I I'm sorry. Making it better for. 50 ops levels is better than making it better for no ops levels. So I apologize, but I think this is just a better system. But what I think is being missed by Scopely, okay, and this was a kind of a really important point I, I wanted to bring up, is that what I think is being missed by Scopely is the fact that the potential for an ops 40 or an ops 36 or an ops 38 to spend, the potential for them to spend is a lot less than an ops 48. So they should want to look at the progression of an Ops 38 and get them to Ops 39. And then at Ops 39, to get them to 41. See how I did that there? I see how you did that. So, mm. so they should be looking at this because you don't need to spend as much money to or spend as much savings and game engagement, right? Whether you're doing it through event stores or ticketed events or whatever you're doing to acquire those materials and resources or spending, which is the thing they ultimately want, but you don't have the potential or need to spend as much at Ops 40 as you do at Ops 48. So while there is always going to be a dollar in as a dollar in, that's fine. They should be looking at, we want players to get as far into the Ops progression as possible because there is a higher potential and need and either need to spend or need to save in order to progress. And engagement matters. Progression matters. And there should have been, five years in, there should have been somebody at Scopely that was smart enough to say, we want players to, to progress because when they progress, they will be inclined to spend. Now, there are always going to be free-to-play players that are never going to spend. 
be it a they can't because of a financial situation or they just they they decide I'm not going to spend money on this game. Well, that's fine, but the potential for them to spend is much higher at a higher ops level at a, than a lower ops level. So they should be looking at these lower ops levels and the higher ones and saying, we want players to progress because we've already engineered the game such that it takes more to progress at the higher levels than it does at the lower levels. So if we can get the players to the higher levels, there are more hooks to want them to try and spend. Somebody at Scopely should have been smart enough to be able to say, we don't have to get a dollar from an Ops 40 if we can get them to go to 42. We don't have to get a dollar from an Ops 42 if we can get them to go to 44, because at 44, there's a higher chance that they're going to spend. That's the thing I think that Scopely has missed and is missing, is they've already built the game such that it's far more expensive the more you progress in the game and that you will get close. You'll go like, oh, man, I'm only a pack away from going to research 46. And then at research 46, all of this research opens up and that's going to change my gameplay. I get this extra warp and I do this extra thing. And so players are going to look at that and go, yeah, maybe I could spend $100. Even players that have only ever bought the $20 battle pass. Mm-hmm. So they've already engineered the game to have players feel that way and think about that the game in that term. All they have to do now is let loose of a little bit of their purse strings and make it so that you are trying to get players to progress. A dollar at 40 is not the same as a dollar at 48, and that's the thing that they are missing. I don't know. I feel like the community might disagree with you on that. That's one well, of the big reasons that whole reason that pack generational yeah, thing is an issue. Like they say that their dollar is yeah. just as powerful as my dollar. So why are they getting less? I mean, I, I mean, I, I do see the point you're making, but there's a lot of players out there on newer generations of economy that are going to disagree with you there. Um, however, the, no, because there's just not the potential to spend as many materials at ops. 41 as there it is up 48 but they're also scaling up the amount of materials that your singular dollar no they're not we've already we've already addressed that not materials well not in g4 yes yeah fair enough not Not material (laughs) not in g4 you're absolutely right all right uh that is true when we take a look at what you're getting in g4 uncommon at ops 40 all the way up to ops 50 and it's a difference of only 600 materials per pack. I mean, it is it is kind of crazy. 10 oxygen levels um, that have a difference of 600 total G4 uncommon materials. It's kind of crazy. All right. Uh, with that, I appreciate everybody on the panel. Thank you, Trader. Rip for being here. Steven Zarin, Karkin, Bubba Joe. Uh, it is that time. We got to bounce. I appreciate all of you guys for being here. Thank you so very much. This has been a stimulating episode, one in which Bubba Joe that we spent the entire show on the lead topic, which I knew, I knew that this was going to be a polarizing topic, and that's why I wanted to prep with you. You said, Bubba Joe said we shouldn't talk about it. He said I was just going to make people mad. (laughs) He said I was just going to make people mad, but I'm like, no, man, we've got to, we've got to dive in. We got to strip this thing back. I, I think that's a lot of what happened in the first segment. That people got mad? <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know. I think there was a lot of logic here. I think there was a lot of math. Uh, and yeah, I, th- I think if I'm not mad, nobody should be mad. There you go. Rip's not mad. Ladies and gentlemen, I would can like I, to invite you to can visit. Can I leave a closing, closing comment? Uh, quickly, yes. 
Wave defense. Play. Is awesome. Wave defense is, is still awesome. It's still awesome. It's very good. Yes, wave defense. Yes. All right, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, wave defense on our next show. Uh, we will do more. Speaking of wave defense strategy, I would like you to visit our website, talkingtrekstfc.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you'll find a link over to our Twitch page. Uh, you'll find a link over to our YouTube page. And we did just launch today a brand new YouTube video on wave defense strategy, diving into the details. You guys should be able to put that up tonight and watch that on YouTube. You can also find a link to our merchandise store where we have been selling a little bit of holiday merch. I would encourage you guys to go do that and uh, get yourself some Talking Trek merchandise for the upcoming holiday season. And uh, I would like to also thank those players who have visited that website to join our Patreon program at a level of $10 or more per month. They get their names turned gold in the Discord and they get their names red at the end of every show. And I would like to say thank you now to those players who have contributed to the show. Lord Neelix, Lady Castrator, Iron Chef, Virtual Army, MechRack, Hammerhead, Regis, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shakes, Lobot, It's Hunter, DeGorg, Rosita, Ransusi, Hank, Ape, DJ MC101, Late Nighter, Lightbull, Louis P, Stormbringer, Bayonetta, Grog, Thorn, Archangel, Smoke, Bohawk, Purr, 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 Jet Ski, Papa Smurf, Captain Jack, Jason, Vanium, Scorpionis, uh, Archer, Indominus, Casey Jones, Chronic Break, Wet Willie, Joe, K92, Sir Taylor, Crazy Bunch, A Fox, Judge Crane, G Force, Baminkas, Captain Q, Plain Simple, Garrett Game Jr., Admiral in Water, Cha Cha War, Scarlet Hawk, Kendall, Wardot once more, Whips, Jagan, Nibigo, Fultilli, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus, Exhibitor, Fermax, Dr. Link, Lulus, One, Schizoido, Welch, Gunner, Mighty Croc, Unimatrix, DJs, Once All the Forbidden Tech, The Web, Balabomb, King of 101, Garfwin, Primal Fear, J Bates, Dark Knight, Pixelate, Lost in Buddy, Spectre, Yuka, Nika, Diva, Dorsal, Ostronati, McLovin, DJ, Screams My Name, Dragon Pirate, Shoopster, Griffin, Mean Bean, Thomas, Everywhere It Matters, Mid Strangler, Scott, Shannara, Graduated, John, Rogue Five, Squirrel Noggin, Kathy, Martok, It's Jess, Insanity, Richard, Paviala, DJs, Better Refined, More ISO, Browse, Cottontail, and Sweet and Psycho. Thank you guys for contributing to the show. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Sam Meow for now. Love you, man. Catch you on the next one. Good night, everybody. Meow.